a hometown tradition, playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends. For the pride and the glory, for the name across the front of the jersey, Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Gearing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Infinity Jewelers, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Surveying, Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, Wardway Fuels, Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 at EagleCountryOnline.com. The sun is shining bright here at the pit, and it is going to be another warm one for a sectional championship rematch here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. It is also homecoming night here at Lawrenceburg High School as the 3-1 and Tigers welcome in the 3-1 and Franklin County Wildcats. The Tigers coming in tonight, ranked number 7 in Class 3A in the media poll with Franklin County ranked 15th. So a big matchup here on your hometown radio station alongside my partner Bill Smith. I'm Double C Travis there coming to you live from the pit. And uh, Bill, we got a, a excellent matchup here tonight, an exciting matchup, a rematch of the sectional championship. Uh, both teams have looked similar on paper uh, thus far this season, uh, both statistically and with that exact same record, both teams losing to East Central. Uh, Going to be a fun one tonight. Yeah, it should be a fun one. It's going to be a, it's exciting to, to see because we see on the, on paper they're both three and one, uh, but uh, played some different opponents. Mm-hmm. You know, we see that, but uh, on paper that we do have some uh, injuries we heard about uh, before the game uh, in the pregame from Franklin County. So we'll see what the, you know kind of. Uh, a role that plays. Yeah, a major, uh, a couple major losses, at least for tonight for Franklin County. We'll get to that in just a moment. But game storylines tonight mentioned it is a sectional championship rematch. The Tigers winning last year 49 to 12 in Brookville, capturing their 20th sectional championship in school history. Franklin County did come out quick in that game last year, scoring on their first two possessions, but, uh, Lawrenceburg rattled off 42 points in a row and it was all, uh, kind of downhill for Franklin County, after Luke Pierce came up with a big interception in the first half and then went down and scored. So uh, we've seen in the past these two teams play close together early on in games with the Tigers pulling away as they've won the last three meetings by an average of 31 points. Yeah, you look back, the last time Franklin County won against Markburg was 2016, uh, 34-20, but that was at Franklin County. So if you want to even look further, when was the last time Franklin County won here? 2011. Uh, That was Coach Kanega's first season. Franklin County won that one 48 48-0. And uh, we did talk about how they're a little evenly matched on paper, both 3-1 and one, uh, with their losses coming to East Central. Lawrenceburg lost the opening week 34-6. to six. Last week it was a 37-8 loss for Franklin County um, against that really good Trojans team. So very similar scores against uh, the best team in the area. But if you look at the uh, points per game, uh, the defense, what they're allowing – Franklin County, 45 points per game. The Tigers at 35, and their defenses are holding offenses to under 20 per game. So, again, the stats are kind of matching up, but the quality of opponents has been kind of different for both teams. Yeah, but you like you like to look at that defensive number. It really don't, doesn't matter who you play. You're able to keep opponents under 20 points, you know, no matter who you're playing is a, a pretty 
big deal in high school football. I also look at uh, these two teams. They have uh, dual-threat quarterbacks. You're going to see Garrett Yoon and uh, Brady Moorhead uh, pass. You're going to see them run as well. And uh, we just mentioned uh, the defenses for these teams. they got some solid playmakers that have been running around playing fast and tackling well over the past couple of weeks. But the, the really when it comes down to it, this is a statement game for both teams because uh, they are two of the stronger teams in sectional 31. Obviously, they met the championship game last year, and you're going to hear in coaches' comments here in a little bit that uh, both teams are kind of gauging where they're at here as we hit the midway point of the regular season. So a uh, big statement game in your mind as well, Bill? Absolutely. You know, you got a, a EIAC opponent uh, home on homecoming night. You know, let's get after it. All right, uh, we are going to uh, step aside and get right to those coaches' interviews. When we come back, we're going to hear from Franklin County Head Coach Wes Gilman. You are listening to High School Football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hi, this is Kayla with Stacy Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you? Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial. This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your Tempstar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new Tempstar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with Tempstar quality you can feel. 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367heat.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn. I heard about a man who went to the doctor for a checkup, and the doctor told him that he only had six months to live. Is there anything I can do? The man asked. Yes, the doctor said. I want you to marry a widow with 12 kids, buy a hog farm with 500 hogs, and find a church that will ordain you and let you serve as a minister. Well, that make me live a little longer, the man asked. No, the doctor said. But it will be the longest six months you ever lived. Boy, it's tough to do life right now with COVID and all the things going on. And six months seems like six years. But keep your faith and your trust in God. He is in control, even though the world is out of control. We'd love to help you at Whitewater Crossing with these kinds of things. This is David Vaughn with another Timely Word. A Timely Word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Crimer's Beer House and Whitewater Crossing Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org. So you're saying there's a chance. Tomorrow from 10 until 1, join Double T at Ripley Crossing for the cruise in for Alzheimer's and the final of the fall for free concerts with your free concert station, Eagle Country 99.3. Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by Lawrenceburg head coach Ryan Kaniga. And 
Last week, he had a chance to play at 618. The schedule's actually kind of uh, lined up pretty similar to last year, but you go up to Southport, got a nice 45-20 victory. And what did you see from your Tigers last week? Well, we got off to a great start. Uh, you know, we thought all along going into that week. Um, and we had a lot of film on Southport. They, they really don't see the type of football that we play. You know, the, they're used to some of that uh, football and gym shorts mentality, spread out and play in space. And, you know, I just don't think they were ready for the type of football that we play uh, where we were able to get downhill and, you know, drive block them and play power football. But, you know, it, uh, it was a 6 a school. It was good for us to travel a long distance and do that. And, uh, you know, we executed really well. Uh, you know, they got 20 points, but 13 of those came in the last two minutes uh, against our JV. Um, and that's after the onside kick. So most people would want to get out there, but out of the game, but they onside kick and want to do some things. So I'm sure the Tiger fans that were there could probably tell you how that made me feel. But uh, no, good win. It was a good road win. Our kids played really well. Defense played really well. Um, happy for our kids, and we're getting better every week. And now that you turn your focus to Franklin County tonight, a uh, solid team that you saw in the sectional championship last year. And uh, I saw on social media this morning you talked about playing smash mouth football against this, this Wildcats team tonight. You did that in the sectional championship last year to the tune of 300 rushing yards. Is that the game plan tonight, just simply line up and try and uh, run it down their throat? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, the, the good news is is that we follow East Central in the conference. So uh, they got pounded on last week by East Central. And, you know, that's our goal, too, to line up. And just what we do. Um, you know, if you watch us play a lot, and you guys have, uh, we're going to line up and run the ball because we also got a quarterback that can throw the ball, so uh, you really have to decide and pick on how you want to try to stop us, and last year they tried to take Garrett away, and that's where we were able to exploit them with formations, uh, and then also Bird on the ground, and Pierce, and then also Garrett. Um, so, yeah, we want to line up, we want to play smash mouth, we want to get downhill, we want to control the clock, and, you know, we want to score every time we have the We've seen Franklin County score a lot of points this year, maybe against some inferior talent earlier in the season, but they do have some explosive players on offense. They'll be without one of their best tonight. So um, how do you keep your defense focused, uh, knowing that one of the big guys is out, but they still got guys that can hurt you? Well, our guys can go back to last week. Ashton Craig didn't play for us. Um, he was on COVID protocol. But, uh, you know, uh, when somebody else is out, you, you look for other players to step up, and I'm sure they got guys that are looking forward for that opportunity. Uh, but they still got guys. You know, uh, I saw the hit that put him out last week from uh, Ringer. It was a pretty good, clean football hit. Uh, just got him in the right spot, I guess. But, uh, you know, they still got guys. Uh, they got some good receivers. Quarterback runs it well. They put you in some binds with some option game and make you play sound. But uh, they got a good team. Uh, Coach, you know, West does a great job. Him and I are good old buddies, uh, north-south buddies. And, uh he got hurt and didn't get to play in the game, actually. But uh, great guy. He's doing a great job at Franklin County. And our boys are in the same class. So we've had the pleasure of following each other, not only us, but through our kids now, too. So it should be a good one. And uh, one final uh, thing here. It is homecoming tonight, so maybe a little bit uh, more of an atmosphere here at the pit. You also are taking on a team with maybe one of your uh, stronger challengers in the sectional. I asked Coach Gilman, uh, is this uh, going to be a uh, measuring stick game for you this season? 
Yeah, it is, you know, and that's the point. We're getting to the point of our season where the teams we play are also um, in our sectional. And, you know, that's kind of crazy. I was talking to the officials about it. I think in two years, Franklin County might be 2A, and South Devon will be 3A. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's no doubt, but, you know, we want to win every game. We're not going to hold anything back. We are who we are. We'll come out swinging away, and we'll empty the playbook if we have to. And, you know, as we tell our kids, week to week it's about us. Um, and if we go out and do what we're supposed to do, we're going to be all right on most nights. All right. Well, uh, good luck tonight and the rest of the way. All right. Thanks. Good. I'll get some cone ice. It's real hot out here. <laughs> Sounds good right about now. That's head coach Ryan Kaniga of the Larksburg Tigers. When we come back, we'll hear from Franklin County head coach Wes. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Do you have a special talent for capturing unique and eye-catching photos? If so, don't miss your chance to submit them for Margaret Mary Health's 2022 Community Calendar Contest. Photos may be sent by CD or flash drive. All submissions are due by Friday, November 5th. To learn more about this photo contest, visit Margaret Mary online at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. Or call Margaret Mary's Marketing Department, 812-933-5517. That's 812-933-5517. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacy. Are you over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's hometown pharmacy. It's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Blue Game Show, Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by Franklin County head coach Wes Gilman coming into tonight's contest. 3-1 and one on the season, ran into a tough East Central team last week. Um, in that game, uh, what did you see from your team uh, against a very tough opponent? Well, first off, you just said that East Central is very tough. Uh, I mean, they are fast and they are physical. A lot younger than last year, but I, I thought they were a better team than they were last year, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, so the next couple of years are going to be phenomenal because they are, they're young. I think they have a lot of sophomores and juniors. But we hung with I mean, first quarter, it was three to nothing. Offensively, we could not move the ball. So really, it doesn't matter how well we would have played. Uh, at the end of the day, we couldn't move the ball consistently enough to win the game. Uh, defensively, I thought we played well. Uh, you know, like I said, it's three to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Uh, then we have a pick six, makes it ten nothing. Uh, and then they had a fourth and I think ten screen pass that got them down to the goal line. But you look up, it's seventeen to nothing, and you're like, holy cow, you're not coming back from that type of speed. Uh, but these, they're a great team. You know, they did the same type of thing to Lawrenceburg. Um, so it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you tip your hat and you go, you know what? That's a better football team than we are. And they should be because they have twice the kids. Um, but, yeah, again, they're a good team. We know we're a good team. Uh, we didn't play uh, a great game, but we would have had to play a perfect game last week to have a chance, and we didn't do that. Well, you got another uh, 
good team in front of you tonight, the Lawrenceburg Tigers. Uh, you guys look evenly matched on paper statistically. Uh, the records are the same. And um, you guys have scored a lot of points this uh, year. And it didn't go great for you on offense last week. But uh, how can you kind of get your guys back on track offensively and put up some points tonight here in the pit? Well, I, I mean, we just have to do what we do well. You know, we can't hurt ourselves. Uh, the past couple weeks, even the Rushville game, we were hurting ourselves with penalties. Um, you know, we, we would have, a, you know, a big play and then it would get called back. Uh, we had over 100 yards of penalties against Rushville and still end up winning the game 54 to nothing. But uh, that absolutely cannot happen against a good team like Lawrenceburg. Uh, if we execute our stuff uh, and we do what we're supposed to do, I feel confident that we're going to put up enough points to be competitive. Um, Lawrenceburg's a great team. They're a really good team. Obviously, they have a senior class that has probably started, I think, their fourth year now. And um, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, our confidence, you know, our kids, you know, I've been trying to tell them all week that you're a good team. You know, you are talented kids and you're a good team. We need something positive to start early. Uh, and if we can do that, we'll hang with Lawrenceburg. I mean, by no means are we going to blow them out. Um, but uh, it can be a competitive, good football game. And I think it will be. Uh, but some, some positive things have, have to happen early for us. Uh, looking back at last year's sectional championship game against Lawrenceburg, you guys came out of the gate on fire on offense, uh, scoring on your first two drives. And then there was a turnover uh, there in the first half. Uh, Luke Pierce made an interception, and things kind of uh, fell apart from there. Um, again, you just mentioned you got to keep the confidence up. So uh, is that something that you're thinking about tonight, uh, that offensive consistency throughout the game? Yeah, I mean, we need to be consistent offensively. We can't just have the big strikes like we did last year in the sectional final game. I think we had, uh, you know, Schatzel went for two big pass plays. Uh, we have to be more consistent, be able to run the ball with consistency. Uh, last year, I will flat out tell you, Lawrenceburg was better than we were. They were just better. They uh, We had, you know, they didn't even have to throw the ball. You know, where they were just ran the ball down our throats. Um, we're a different team defensively, mainly because all of our kids are a year older. It's basically the same defense, uh, only a year older, and so therefore they're a year better. Uh, I don't foresee Lawrenceburg running over us like that, like they did tonight, like they did last year. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't see it happening. Now, when you make you throw the ball, uh, that's what we're going to try to do is make him throw it. But I'm not saying we're going to be successful there either, but uh, you know, we have to at least make them throw it. You know what I mean? Um, but he's a great – they have some great receivers, and he's a great quarterback, obviously. Uh, and then not having Schatzel at safety really hurts us tonight. Uh, but we at least have to force him to throw it. And if we can force him to throw it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take our defensive ends, athleticism to try to get to him, put some pressure on him. And our DBs are all seniors, except for uh, tonight we have one that's not there. So we'll be okay. Uh, just consistency offensively and uh, – uh, see who we are. Well, you answered a couple of questions I have lined up for you right there, so I'll just uh, finish with this. Do you see this as a, a little bit of a measuring stick game, considering this might be a team you have to go through in the sectional? Uh, since we're not 100%, uh, to answer your question, yes. We, we want to see where we are right now. Um, without our left guard and without our, our uh, stud receiver safety, uh, I know it's not full strength. I get that. Uh, but we still have to be competitive uh, to see what we have going forward 
forward in the sex show because we're going to see these guys in the postseason. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So uh, it's an important game. It is a, it's a barometer game. It's to see where we are. Uh, they, these kids know that, you know, so just, let's get after it. All right. Well, we uh, wish you luck uh, tonight against Marsburg and the rest of the season. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is head coach Wes Gilman. When we come back, we will have kickoff from the pit. It is Tigers and Wildcats on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country, 99.3. As the end of the year approaches, Hag Ford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trade-in is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford. We are the difference. Turn it up, Zong. Hey, it's Ron Briel, and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 8.50, up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Getting set for kickoff here at the pit as Lawrenceburg Tigers hosting Franklin County on homecoming night. Nice rendition of the national anthem performed by Tiger Pizzazz. And uh, before we get to kickoff, uh, we do want to note a couple of big injuries for this Franklin County team. They will be without star wide receiver and safety Jacob Schatzel, who uh, took a knock last week against East Central. Um, he should be back next week for Franklin County. They will also be without starting left guard Braden Back, who has been their starter at that position for two seasons in a row. So uh, now we'll turn it over to my broadcast colleague, Bill Smith, for the Hag Ford Keys to the Game. Well, Travis, I uh, promised I had the keys to the game before the coaches' interviews, but Coach Gilman hit on some of those things we're going to talk about. Uh, For Franklin County, I think the keys for them are going to be contain you. And he talked about that. We want to contain you. We want to force him to throw, but they want to put pressure on him when he does throw. So I think uh, for the Wildcats, that's the game plan uh, for the keys of the victory for Franklin County. For Lawrenceburg, I think it's going to be limit the turnovers. Limits of penalties. We saw a lot of Milan. As good as game as they had, a lot of penalties. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, and so they want to limit the penalties and the turnovers. And the other thing is to contain the running game for Franklin County. They, they have weapons. I know they have one guy out, but they still have some other guys stepping up, and they just want to contain the uh, running game for the Wildcats tonight. All right, those are the Hag Ford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today, HagFordSales.com. And if you follow along with uh, Lawrenceburg, football Twitter. Uh, Coach Kaniga gave his keys to the game uh, this morning uh, via Twitter, and uh, he kind of uh, said some of the same sentiments. Protect the ball was number one, so that lines up uh, tackling in space, special teams, and smash-mouth football. This Tigers team ran for 300 yards last year against Franklin County in the sectional championship. But, Bill, you mentioned the penalties. Last year in that game, Lawrenceburg had 14 penalties for 133 yards. Yes, you're uh, spot on with uh, those keys tonight here at Lawrenceburg High School, and uh, we are just moments away from kickoff, and it does look like the uh, Tigers will receive the opening kickoff, so we'll take a check of the starting lineup to live, brought to you by CASA. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com. On offense for the Tigers tonight, you'll see four-year starting quarterback Garrett Yoon. In the backfield, he'll have running back Luke Pierce and his brother fullback Jacob. At wide receiver, Daya Patel and Aiden Gilmore. Lance Bates is the tight end. And across that front line for the Tigers, Ashton Craig, Colton Roth, Joey Cavanaugh, Braden Watkins, and Jackson Goodall from left to right. Starting defense for the Franklin County Wildcats will be a 3-5 look. On the defensive line, you'll see Sam Westerfeld, Clayton Bolzer, and Bryce Hodap. 
at linebacker on the outside, Bridger Bolos and Andrew Merritt. The inside linebackers are Caden Earthman, Austin Hill, and Peyton McCreary. And that corner, you'll see Tyree Carr and Hunter Geis. Well, we'll just have to wait and see who's filling that safety spot for Jacob Schatzel. Grady, excuse me, Quinn Gilman is listed as the backup on the two deep. We are getting set for kickoff. It will be Hunter Wirtz getting set to kick it for Franklin County in their gray tops and navy blue pants. Tigers will be in the orange jerseys with black pants, and that is a short kick. And the Tigers are going to get excellent starting fielding position after that short kick. It was uh, number 24, Caden Baker, bringing that ball out close to midfield. Sure, Baker wasn't expecting to hit that first <laughs> kick of the ball game, but took it and ran with it. The Tigers up nicely. They'll start this drive at their own 44-yard line, and we'll see if they'll go straight to the smash-mouth offense. Garrett Yoon has Luke Pierce to his left, and they will hand it to him. He cuts to his left. A couple other cuts down. It's about 13, 14 yards. On that first play and a first down for the Tigers. Coach Gilman said the one thing that uh, he didn't like from that sectional game a year ago was how well Larkford was able to run the ball and right off the bat, there's Pierce with the first down on the very first play. Huge hole there as the Tigers run one play and already enter Franklin County territory. Ball marked on the 42-yard line. You don't have two wide receivers to his left. Pierce to the right in the backfield. Jake Pierce in motion. Play action. Oh. And that ball nearly intercepted here on the near side. That is Bridger Bolos from his outside linebacker position covering Jake Pierce. And that was a nice job by the Wildcats defense. They said when Ewan got sent back to throw, they wanted to put pressure on him. And they did just that. It almost caused the turnover. That will set up a second and 10 from the Wildcat 42. The sun is shining bright on this end of the field. Can you turn that off? <laughs> I wish. Sunglasses required in the booth tonight. Second 10, Pearson motion to the left. Three wide receivers set. They're going to run a screen. Looks like they got Aiden Gilmore for a couple yards there, maybe three. Covered well by the Franklin County defense. They do have some veteran corners in Tyree Carr and Hunter Geis. And nice coverage right there. Limited the Tigers and set up a third and long situation. They give him uh, two officially as they get the ball to the Wildcats 40. So that's going to set up a third and eight. And the Tigers, as we talked to Coach Kaniga in the pregame, said they were going to come out with the uh, smash mouth approach, but they've uh, passed on two of their first three plays. And it looks like it's another passing down. They're heavy out there as well as we got a whistle. We're going to have a timeout. And Franklin County is going to be charged with their first timeout. We're going to keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, located in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. You can learn more at beaconortho.com. You're just tuning in alongside Bill Smith. I'm Double T. Travis there coming to you live from the pit at Lawrenceburg High School. A ranked matchup tonight as the number seven Lawrenceburg Tigers taking on number 15 Franklin County. Big barometer game for both teams as they both believe they're going to factor into the sectional championship uh, later on this season in Class 3A, Sectional 31, Brownstown Central among the uh, top teams in that sectional as well. The big third down upcoming 
early in this contest with 10.46 to play in the first quarter. Eric Yoon going to be in the shotgun formation. He's got Gilmore in the slot to his left. Patel lines up out wide. Watch quarterback sneak here. Probably four down territory if they don't get it. Mike Foster in motion, and they do go to Garrett Yoon with the quarterback keeper, and he is able to get positive yards, give them three. Not not enough for a first down, but uh, definitely in in the area where they're going to go for it. Yeah, and that call, you know, set this this one up. Yeah. Yeah. So fourth and five, it's manageable for the Tigers here. Ball on the 37-yard line. This uh, could be a big confidence-boosting play for this Franklin County team if they can get off the field. We saw two weeks ago Milan when uh, the Tigers were able to come up with that big goal line stance to change the whole complexion of the ballgame. Absolutely. Wide receiver split out to the right this time. Tigers are going to run it with Luke Pierce. He bounces to the outside. Extra effort. effort. He is close, and I think he got got it. it. What a second effort by Pierce. Able to find some daylight and pick up a huge first down on fourth and five. It looks like he got the uh, five required for the first down. Don't think he got much past that, but big first down for the Tigers as they move the chains down to the 31-yard line. Put a star next to that play. You know, come back to that at halftime. Three wide receivers now. Brennan Bushman checking in. He's in the slot. Luke Pierce in the backfield to Garrett Yoon's right. He's got Gilmore to his left and Patel to his right out wide. They're going to swing it out quick to Patel on the sit-down route, and he gets some yards after the catch. Depending on where they spot him, he got close to 15 yards. Like Tyreek Carr was the one to drag him out of bounds, but another first down for the Tigers as they enter the red zone for the first time tonight. Yeah, first time they got a first down through the air. That's the first reception for Patel of the ballgame. Three wide receivers again. Yoon's going to go to the air, and they got him on a double move. Dia Patel wide open, and he's going to score. He dropped it. Oh. The last second, he dropped it in the back corner of the end zone. Dia Patel not going to get much easier of a ball to catch, and maybe was thinking about the touchdown before he – Thinking about that play last night. You see that? (laughs) Right. That was very reminiscent of the uh, Giants. Took your eye off of it for a second, and that's what happened. Great double move and a great ball by Garrett Yoon. Just goes right through the hands of Patel. He'll want that one back. Second and 10 from the 18-yard line. Two running back, two wide receivers. Yoon's going to keep it this time, and he is hit hard by Earthman. Ball actually come out, but I think they're going to say he's down. Yoon gets a minimal gain. We'll say two yards there, as they have been very balanced on this opening drive four runs and four passes so far for the Tigers third and seven from the 15 yard line Keegan Bennett now in at running back to Yoon's right if they try to set themselves up for fourth down again Yoon's going to go to the air and finds Patel on a slant and he dropped the ball again he had it and they are going to call that a catch and fumble so a turnover at the one-yard line. Wow. Not so, sure he had that long enough. Yeah, big call there. But it does put the Wildcats on the one. Nonetheless, they'll, they'll take the turnover. Keep uh, the Tigers off the board. Big swing. So momentum. 
officially mark it on the two-yard line, but Franklin County catches a break as Di Patel. He had a, has, uh, had a couple of um, mishaps here in the first quarter. We get to the uh, starting lineups for the Franklin County offense and the Tigers defense here in just a moment as Brady Moorhead is going to take the quarterback keeper and maybe got a yard on first down. Not a whole lot there. Not a whole lot you can do when you're backed up to the one. Absolutely. Brady Moorhead, junior quarterback. He'll have Bridger Bolos as his primary running back. Andrew Merritt, the lead blocker. At wide receiver, we'll see Hunter Geis, Christian Prowse, and Tyree Carr across the front line for Franklin County. From left to right, Caden Erfman will have Bruce Hodap in for the injured Braden back. Ben Becker at center, Peyton McCreary at right guard, and Austin Hill at right tackle. Second and nine from their own three. Moorhead in the shotgun. Going to run it again. Got a little daylight. And Maybe met by Colton Roth, Jace Bohan, and others. Micah Foster in on that tackle as well. Another yard or two as it'll set up a third and six from the six-yard line. Got some breathing room. Very difficult to uh, see down on this end of the field with the sun right in our eyes. Give it another hour or so. Need to add a couple of trees or stories to Seagram's over there. Lock that sun out. 7.27 left in the first quarter. Third and six here for Franklin County. Two wide receivers to the left. They're going to hand it to Bolos, and he is stuffed. We have a flag on the play. Come in late. Uh, got a holding on the offense, so that, that's going to be declined. Decline that, yeah. They lost a couple on the run. That's going to end up being a three and out for Franklin County. They will have to call on Bridger Bolos to punt out of his own end zone. Still sorting out the penalty. Officially declined by the Tigers. Defensive coordinator Kevin Wersch taking to social media this week to talk about his defense and, well, some of the things he uh, said about the Tigers' defense. Is that they're playing with a lot of confidence here as of late, understanding the scheme better, playing faster, tackling better. We uh, definitely saw that on that first defense possession as Bolos punts. Luke Pierce received the ball at about the 35-yard line. Broke a couple tackles, made a few men miss. He uh, got about 21, 22 yards on the return. That'll set up the Tigers nicely. The Tigers right back where they started in the red zone. As a nice return for Luke Pierce. I even got back there kind of late. I was able to flag the punt down and make a few guys miss. Set them up at the 14. See if the Tigers want to take a shot on first down. Ty Patel seemed to have the uh, yips a little bit there on the first drive, dropped the sure touchdown, and then had the catch and fumble. Probably pretty important to get him. Get his confidence, confidence back boosted, yeah, absolutely. He will be split out to the right. You will receive the snap on the left hash, and we got a false start. That's not what you want to. <laughs> not going to make the uh, coaching staff very happy. 
Tigers still have a golden opportunity here. Starting their second drive on the 14, back up to the 19 now. With 6.52 left in the first quarter, still no score here from the pit. Yoon in the shotgun, Pierce to his right. Gilmore in the slot. Tell the two wide receivers. Jake Pierce goes in motion. Yoon's going to roll to his right. Looks for Aiden Gilmore, and he's got him for a touchdown, but a flag on the play on the back side of the play, and the official is indicating a hold. So that is going to negate a 19-yard touchdown pass. Well, away from the play, like I said, the back side of you. That's going to be a big A couple unfortunate penalties for the Tigers. Have taken them out of the red zone. Ball's backed up all the way to the 31-yard line. They've lost 15 yards on those two penalties. First and a mile. We'll need 27 to move the chains. But it's first down. You don't have to get it all right here. See what the Tigers' offense comes up with. Same formation. As the previous play, Pierce is going to motion to his right. And they'll roll you to his right. They'll throw back oh. to the left to Micah Foster. And he bowls through a defender wow. and gets down to the 25. <laughs> Looks like he had room to run. He went for the contact instead. About the most impressive six-yard gain you'll That's ever nice. see. They used to run that play to Braden York, who is now playing college ball. And uh, Braden, even though a big man was very fleet of foot, and uh, Michael Foster got similar athleticism as they tried to uh, throw that backside screen. Franklin County did a good job of sniffing it out. Erfman, good job of taking the contact from Michael Foster. Foster wanted that contact. <laughs> yes, he did. He fought it out, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> we got a special timeout here. Yeah. Put that uh, issue, yeah. It's 53, Bryce Odap. Come off, little helmet issue. Second and 21 from the Franklin County 25. Tigers, two wide receivers to the right. Egan Bennett, the running back. He takes a snap. He's going to keep it as a whole. Makes a couple of cuts. Able to get it down inside the 20-yard line. Another positive gain. They take it down to the 19, so a six-yard gain. Third and 14 from the 18-yard line. Tigers obviously can get a first down. Not a goal-to-go situation. Three wide receivers. Tigers trying to get sorted out on offense. They're going to take a timeout. They were a little confused. We'll step aside for a 30-second break. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom TP Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom TP Auto Center studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Hebron, and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. There's still time to take a new step towards your education. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg has classes beginning on October 20th. Apply now at ivytech.edu and take advantage of of local scholarships that only we can offer. We're on campus and ready for you. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. Still scoreless, 523 left in the first quarter. Tigers have a third and 14 from the Franklin County 18. Going to be three wide receivers set for Garrett Yoon. Pierce motions out of the backfield. Empty backfield now. Yoon looking to throw down the seam to Luke Pierce, and that is an 18-yard touchdown. No flags on the play, and the Tigers strike first. You know, Franklin County coaches kind of pointing to Pierce like, hey, keep an eye on him, but it's a little too late. Pierce wide open on the pass play. Garrett Yoon drops a dime, and the Tigers take a 6-0 lead. Say that was a good use of the timeout to get everybody organized. Put them on the same page. Ryan Henthorne on for the extra point, and it is up and good. So the Tigers lead it 7-0 with 5-18 left in the first quarter. See if Franklin County can answer when we come back at High School Football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Lawrenceburg's Getting Back to Basics for a tradition renewed. The Fall Music Fest presented by Civis DeBank. Friday, September 24th and Saturday, September 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. It's two nights filled with free music from Wanted DOA, Ultimate Aldine, The Atomic Punks, and Parmalee. Academy of Country Music Award nominated Parmalee. I love you just the way God made you. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. September 24th and 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. Discover Lawrenceburg, a city on the rise. Visit thinklawrenceburg.com. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Tigers on the board first. After an 18-yard touchdown pass from Garrett Yoon to Luke Pierce, a couple of penalties to start that drive, then three plays for the Tigers going 31 yards in total. That drive started, like I said, with those two penalties. You thought Marsh were going the wrong direction, but they were able to overcome that with a big third down play. Absolutely. A drive summary is a service of Sieg Surveying, SiegLandSurveying.com, as that kickoff is going to go out of bounds, setting up Franklin County with some decent field position for their second drive. Anything would be better than their first drive field position as they were able to force a fumble. Starting at the one, a little rough, but like they stalled Larchburg from scoring at least. A little more breathing room this time for Brady Moorhead and company. Uh, didn't get a chance to set the Larksburg defense. There's an odd front with three down linemen, Ashton Craig, Micah Foster, Colton Roth across the defensive line. Jacob Pearson, Nico Fiera play at the inside linebacker. The bandit is freshman Noah Kaniga, rover Alex Whitty. Corners are Brennan Bushman and Aiden Gilmore, Jake Bohan and Luke Pierce. 
play at safety. Franklin County from their own 35. Without one of their star players tonight, Jacob Schatzel, will rely on Bridger Bolos, Brady Moorhead heavily to move the chains tonight. Play action, and they find a receiver in the middle of the field. That is Geist. He's going to pick up about eight yards. I was down on the field level before the game, Bill, uh, watching Brady throw the ball, and uh, he, he can certainly sling it. He's got to, his motion might look a little unorthodox as a lefty, but uh, he can certainly sling it, tight spiral, and uh, can get the ball down the field. Nice uh, show of his arm right there, nine yards. We saw it right there. Nice fast play starts the, uh, the night for him and guys. Morehead flanked by two running backs, and they are going to be lead blockers as he gets a first down. About four yards on the carry for Brady Moorhead. He gets the ball near midfield. All down to the 48-yard line. First first down of the night for Franklin County, who has a uh, nice contingent of fans here tonight. Is uh, apparently Lou Al Knight for the Franklin County student section. First and ten from the 48, Moorhead in the shotgun, three wide receivers. He's going to hand it off to Bolos, and he is dropped in the backfield, two-yard loss. Tigers ready for that. Host the Tigers in the backfield. Like Lance Bates was one of the first ones there. Lance Bates, uh, one of those guys, going to rotate in on the defensive line. Also see Jackson Goodall, Braden Watkins playing as backups. Good to see Ashton Craig back out there this week. This last week's game at Southport through the COVID protocol. Second and 12, Warhead rolls to his right, throws across his body in a near great catch from Christian Prowse. A little bit behind him, but Prowse made a great effort to get to that ball. Almost coming up with Aiden Gilmore with the coverage. Third and 12 upcoming for Franklin County from their own 46. Again, this Tigers defense seeming to get a little better each and every week. At secondary, all four returning starters, uh, throwing against them can be dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Looks like Brady Moorhead might have to go to the air here again. Third and long. They got trips bunched up to the left. One receiver to the right. Harper sent in the house. And there's a sack off the edge. That is Alex Witte. Witte and Bates, it's like there at the same time. Witte, his fifth tackle for a loss this season, going to go down as a sack. Just came unblocked off the edge. Well, fourth and 19, Bolos is going to go back to punt. Tigers don't really have anybody back to return. Bolos rolls out to his right, gets one high. Bohan goes back. He lets it bounce, ends up fielding it, and is tackled immediately. Andrew Merritt was the first one there. A couple of Franklin County gunners come down and clean up. The Tigers. Clarkburg thought they might have was going to go for it there. They were lined up in the defense. Had to 
get back in a hurry. The Tigers will get their third possession started at their own 21. They do hold a 7-0 lead with 2.42 left in the first quarter. Nice crowd on hand for homecoming night at the pit. Sun is setting. Finally. Feels a little better in the press box. Yoon in the shotgun. Tegan Bennett to his left. Heavy set for the Tigers. And they are going to give it to Bennett. He finds some room, gets out across the 25-yard line. Marked him at the 26, give him five yards. Nice positive gain there on first down for the Tigers. Tegan Bennett, a uh, young man that's starting to see some more carries as the season goes along. 145 rushing yards coming in tonight, but uh, the last two games he scored two touchdowns in each of those contests, so certainly gives them a maybe a different aspect in their run game. Spelling Luke Pierce. Play action. Daya Patel on an out route. Sat down really nice and made a good catch at the 38-yard line. 39 will give him 13 yards. Another first down. And it uh, looks like a flag on the play. I think we got another hold, and we do. So that's the... Uh, Second time tonight that a holding call has negated a big pass down the field for the Tigers. Take away another first down. And that was a great route by Daya Patel. He was the only receiver on that side of the field. Franklin County certainly had a safety over the top to help, but put his foot in the ground, was able to break out of that route on the out route. But it was all for nothing. It'll look good on the uh, on the game film, but that's where it stops. Two oh two left in the first quarter. Tigers leading seven to nothing. A second and sixteen from their own fifteen yard line. They're going to the air again. Daya Patel catches the ball around the twenty five. Makes a couple of guys miss. No, and he is drugged down near the twenty seven yard line. So he just got the uh, 12 or 13 yards back on that pass play. So that's going to set up a third and manageable. Third and three from their own 28-yard line. Nearing one minute to play in the first frame. Yoon empty backfield. Got a blocker set up in front of them. Michael Foster goes in motion. We have a false start. That's on Jackson Goodall. The right tackle. We talked about it in the pregame. Building is one thing the Tigers struggle with so far in this early season. They've had four penalties thus far. Two holds, two false starts. And that will back them up to their own 23-yard line. Third and eight to go. With the way Garrett Union's been slinging the ball around here early on. Definitely uh, gettable as uh, Erfman was coming with the pressure up the middle. Tigers do a good job of picking him up. And another drop from Daya Patel. As that was a nice hit from Hunter Geis. Looks like the Tigers be forced to punt. As uh, Geist is playing safety tonight for Schatzel. And a nice hit right there. And 
Tyree Carr and Quinn Gilman are playing the corner spots. Quinn Gilman, a freshman, the son of Wes. Garrett Yoon on to punt for the Tigers. Low snap and gets off a good ball. Franklin County has nobody back to return, and the ball is going to be down at the 35-yard line by Tegan Bennett. Franklin County, aided by a couple of offensive penalties from the Tigers, get off the field for a second time tonight. And we'll get their third possession started on their own 35-yard line. Forty-six seconds left in the first quarter. See if Franklin County can do something with it. Brady Moorhead in the shotgun. Got two receivers stacked tight on his left. Option play. Moorhead's going to keep it. He's hit by the Pierce brothers after a three-yard gain. Almost hit by Craig in the backfield. (laughs) Couldn't get a hold of him, Definitely the right read from Moorhead as they ran the little speed option with Bolos. The hole was open for Brady to get some positive yards. But again, that Tigers defense flying around and tackling well tonight. Second and seven from the 38. Tigers look like they're going to bring some heat on the edge. And they do. And that ball is high and off the hands of Geis. That'll fall to the turf harmlessly. Third and seven. I credit that to the pressure that the Tigers defense was able to apply there on Moorhead. With uh, Alex Witte and Noah Kadega coming off the edge. That duo is uh, starting to uh, cause some real problems over the last couple of weeks. Noah Kadega, maybe the best game of his young high school career last week was seven tackles. Just a freshman and the son of head coach Ryan Kanega. Third and seven from the 38. See if the Tigers dial up some heat here again. Kanega coming off the edge, and he and Nico Fiera combining for the sack. So the Tigers will get off the field as we head into the second quarter. Tigers lead it seven to nothing. We'll be back after this. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. This message is a service of the Dearborn County Health Department. How you doing? I'm HPV. That's human papillomavirus. And I'm a giver. A giver of cancer, that is. But you can prevent me and you can protect yourself, your child, or children with the HPV vaccine. The HPV vaccine protects against the most dangerous strains of the virus to help prevent cervical cancer in adulthood. Available for youth, teens, and young adults ages 9 to 45. To learn more and schedule an HPV vaccine appointment, visit DearbornCounty.org and click on the health tab. Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you, 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Larksburg High School. We got a good one so far as the Tigers lead Franklin County 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. A couple of other area scores to get you updated on Milan with a lead over New Miami out of Hamilton, Ohio, 14-0 in the second quarter. Oldenburg Academy, 6-0 over Switzerland County at the end of one. 
Try to get some other uh, score updates for you as the night rolls along. East Central and Batesville. Blocking horns tonight. Got South Dearborn against Greensburg. Bridger Bolos to punt for Franklin County. Gets off a pretty good one. Aiden Gilmore going to muff the punt. We'll see who came up with it. Ball's right around the 35-36 yard line, and it is going to go to Franklin County. They changed it. Okay. Initial initial arm went towards Franklin County and then immediately changed it. A little excited on this side, but I think it was the right call. I think there was a second player that came in there and recovered the fumble for the Tigers. So Lawrenceburg catches a break. They'll start this drive on their own 36. Three drives thus far tonight for the Tigers. They move the ball into Franklin County territory on their first drive. Daya Patel, catch fumble near the goal line. Scored on their second drive. Garrett hooking up with Luke Pierce and then a punt on the last drive after a couple of penalties. Tigers going to come out in a trips formation to the right. Eunuch is running back to his right as well. He's going to roll that way. Got away from a sack. Throws the ball to the sideline and almost picked off. And if Tyreek Carr catches that ball, he is taking it to the house for six as Garrett Yoon got away with one there. Yeah, Patel didn't come back to the ball, and he, back to the ball by Yoon kind of just floated up there. But gave Carr an open window, and he almost took it. So jot that play down because that could have been a big momentum shifter. The Tigers will now have it second and ten, their own 36. And again, we uh, were told that Lawrenceburg was going to play smash mouth football. That has uh, not really been the case here tonight. They have passed the ball an awful lot. They'll get back to the run game here as Garrett Yoon follows the walkers. He made a man miss. He's across the 50-yard line. He's down to the 30. He's got three men to beat. He's going to take it all the way for a touchdown from his own 36-yard line. Garrett Yoon takes it to the house. 64-yard run. That'll change the momentum a little bit. Takes me a second to do the math. Yeah. It's not my strong suit. And the Tigers got to get her toes out, take her shoes off. <laughs> I only have two hands, and, right. uh, you know, it takes a while to count all your fingers multiple times. As uh, the Tigers now lead it 13 to nothing. And Thorn on for the extra point. It is up and good into the Lawrenceburg band. Uh, Lawrenceburg will take a 14 nothing lead now on scoreboard with 11.32 to play in the first quarter. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. A new day in Eagle Country. Hey, it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, Lawrenceburg runs two plays. 
64 yards for a touchdown on the legs of Garrett Yoon. That drive survey, a service of Seek Surveying, specializing in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. SeaGlandSurveying.com. Tigers lead it 14 to nothing with 11.32 left in the first half. Stay with us at halftime. We'll bring you your Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Camps is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, ivytech.edu. Get yourself signed up for fall classes starting in October. A decent return there for Christian Prowse. The Tigers' offense on that last drive was able to take advantage of what the Wildcats, they were sending their ears back and putting a lot of pressure on you, so they went back to the basics just ran the ball right out the middle. And, and we got to go back to that should have been interception. Yeah. Tyree Carr, if he holds on to the ball, he's walking into the end zone in the very next play. Garrett Yoon takes it all the way to the house for a touchdown. Now Franklin County will start their third excuse me, fourth drive from their own 23. They have not gotten much going on offense here tonight. Moorhead in the shotgun, three wide receiver set, two to his right. They're going to hand it off to Bolos, who tries to get outside, a couple of stiff arms, and is drugged down near the 25-yard line. Not much there at all. Then he's injured. I think Nico Fierro was the one with the tackle. A couple of folks here on the Franklin County sideline yelling for a horse collar as Bolos remains down on the field. Was able to get two yards on the carry. Injury timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Located in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, Green Township. Same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI. If you go over to EagleCountryOnline.com, you can see a... Story provided by Beacon Ortho about Lawrenceburg High School and their athletic trainer and their athletic trainer program, where uh, some of the students here at the high school get a chance to uh, learn what it takes to be an athletic trainer. And it's uh, not just all about taping ankles, although they do do that in the class, but a nice course being offered here at Lawrenceburg High School. And we uh, certainly hope that Bridger Bolos is okay as they're uh, continuing to check on him on the field. So uh, while they do that, we will step away for a break ourselves here. Uh, Tigers leading at 14 nothing with 11.09 left in the second quarter. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Wardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. They are your heating oil and propane specialists providing safe and dependable service for your home, farm, and business. They make it easy with auto delivery and budget billing. Their experienced team is here ready to assist you with your heating oil and propane needs. Experts on grills, pools, gas, fireplaces, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find. Wardway.com. I like that it's local, and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here, and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics, and you don't have to pay a lot of money not to do that, so it's been really great. I'm Chris, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Is your child or one you know uninsured, underinsured, or on Medicaid? At the Dearborn County Health Department, child immunization clinics are held weekly by appointment. A $3 donation is appreciated, but not 
required. For more information on available immunizations and clinic hours, visit DearbornCounty.org and click on the Health tab or call 812-537-8843. That's 812-537-8843. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County! So you're saying there's a chance. Tomorrow from 10 until 1, join Double T at Ripley Crossing for the cruise in for Alzheimer's and the final of the fall for free concerts with your free concert station, Eagle Country 99.3. We're back at the pit. Good news. Bridger Bolos was able to walk off the field under his own power, was uh, certainly shaken up after that last play. That'd be another huge loss for this Franklin County team, both offensively and defensively. See if he's able to come back in. A second and eight from their own 25. Oh, and nice. the Tigers blow that one up in the backfield. And that was a fumble. Yep. Alex Whitty was the one that recovered it. There was a host of Tigers in there. Forced that fumble. It's Brady Moorhead. First turnover of the game for the Wildcats. And that's a big one. That sets up the Tigers' offense nicely inside the red zone. And the Tigers, I think, uh, it's a little bit easier to snuff out that play after Bolos goes out. He on the quarterback. Tigers will start this drive on the Franklin County 18-yard line with a chance to go up three scores early in the second quarter. Yoon back to pass, looking for the corner route to Patel. What a throw by Garrett Yoon, an 18-yard touchdown, and Patel catches it this time. One play, touchdown, Tigers. And that's what uh, good teams will do to you. They capitalize on turnovers, and the Tigers do that with that 18-yard strike. That's the connection we're used to seeing between Yoon and Patel. Patel already with four catches for 59 yards here in the first half. And his uh, fourth touchdown on the season as Henthorne's kick is up and good. We'll keep it right here. Garrett Yoon now with nine touchdown throws this season, over 700 yards. And uh, we do want to congratulate Garrett. A couple weeks ago when we were calling uh, the Tigers game out in Milan, he went over 10,000 career yards. Some of that is due to uh, the fact that he's played and started for four years, but uh, obviously you don't get to play for and start for four years if you don't have tremendous talent, and uh, Garrett certainly does. So uh, congratulations on that milestone, and we certainly have uh, plenty more yards to come as we're just uh, hitting the midway point of the season. Coach Gilman talked about the pregame wanting to limit what Larkford does on the ground, and they thought Larkford's game plan would be to keep it on the ground. They've only ran the ball seven times, but he's thrown it 12 already, so they're trying to counteract what they thought Franklin County might try to stop. And uh, maybe a little gamemanship with uh, coming out on uh, social media and saying you're going to play oh, smash yeah. mouth football. Absolutely. We have not seen that tonight. Yep. They know what they're doing. Kick is off. That'll be Prowse on the return who swings it out to the left. And uh, he got a good block. And it's going to be coming back as he does get it across midfield. It was a real big block. <laughs> it opened up a hole. 
tackle made by Landon Cornett. I gotta say it was a hold. But that ball is coming back. First penalty against the Wildcat. It's been all Tigers here in the first half. Leading oh, they're waving them off. Wow. Wow, okay. So that is uh, certainly a break that Franklin County's been looking for as Christian Prowse breaks one in the special teams game. Franklin County will start in Lawrenceburg territory on the Lawrenceburg 39-yard line. Not sure what happened there. Bolo's still out of the game. Wild caught the ticket, right? So that should be uh, Andrew Merritt in at running back as Moorhead rolls to his right, finds his receiver on the crossing route, gets about eight yards. That catch was pass, or uh, excuse me, that pass was caught by Flynn Gilman. Good positive play on first down. Get that ball down to the 31-yard line. So eight yards on first down. It's always interesting when a quarterback's rolling out to the right and throws left-handed. It's an awkward throw, but uh, Brady did a good job finding his receiver. He's able to set his feet, throw a nice pass. So I'm going to hand it off to Merritt. He fights his way back to the line of scrimmage. No gain. Michael Foster with the tackle, as you might have heard. Matt Albright, the voice of the Tigers in the background. A now Hall of Famer. Wildcats struggling on third down so far. This is the fourth attempt. They have not completed a third down conversion so far here in the first half. Third and two. Last year in the uh, sectional championship game, they were only 2-7 of seven on third downs, and Moorhead would have got the first if he would have just ran it, but he fires a dart into Geis, who gets the first down. That ball going to be marked down at the 22, so nine yards in the first down. Geis' the second reception of the ball game. That's only the second first down for the Wildcats. Geis is a guy that is uh, certainly stepping up tonight in the absence of Jacob Schatzel and now Bridger Bolos, who sits by himself on the bench, taking a knock earlier this drive. Witty off the edge, oh, the and he stripped the ball out. I think Moorhead got back on it, but what a play by Alex oh, Witty. Witty got it. Witty ends up getting the ball himself. Forces the fumble and recovers it. Wow, big hit there and able to recover the fumble. That'll be the second turnover for Franklin County. Mark that down. Witty with the forced fumble and the fumble recovery. He is uh, certainly putting his name in the running for the star of the game, which is presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. We will name our star of the game in our post-game festivities. Tigers starting this drive from their own 29. Garrett Yoon in the shotgun. Tegan Bennett motions out of the backfield. Four wide receivers. Yoon's going to go to the air. Has to pull it down as there was good pressure there. He's going to get a positive gain and is run out of bounds by Christian Prowse. Nine-yard gain. 
so hard against the defense when you got a dual threat quarterback. He was definitely going for the you know a pass play there, but nothing open. They able to tuck the ball and get a very nice uh, positive yards out of that. From a uh, defensive uh, schematic standpoint, you would think uh, one of those inside linebackers, whether it be Hill or Erfman or McCreary, that they would have a spy on you. But uh, still, even at that, a one-on-one situation. On the linebacker versus you. you know. Four wide receivers again, trips to the left. Second two from the 37. They're going to go quick to Brennan Bushman here on the near sideline, and he's going to pick up four, knocked down by Carr. Up for the first down. And those uh, quick throws to the sidelines, uh, those can be plays to set up bigger explosive plays. We've seen them. First and ten for the Tigers. But it does its job, moves the chain. Beautiful sky over the pit here tonight. Finally a little cooler. I think we're finally going to get some real football weather next Friday when we're in St. Leon in Central, host South Dearborn. That'll be our game of the week next week as Yoon, quarterback keeper, keeps those legs churning. This time a design quarterback run. Down to the 47. Looks like he got about six yards. Under eight minutes to play here in the second quarter. Then uh, all Tigers for the most part. Uh, Tigers probably think they can have more than 21 on the board considering they fumbled on the two-yard line on their first possession. They have come out throwing the ball against this Franklin County defense. Second five. Number 46, Yoon. Pockets good. Over the middle to Patel. He took a hit, but he stayed up, and he is going to take it all the way in for a score. Wow. 54-yard touchdown pass from Yoon to Patel. Looked like one Dia caught the ball in the middle of the field. Took a hit from Tyreek Carr, but it almost sprung him forward. Kept him from falling. Outran everybody for the 54-yard scamper. 27-0. Tigers with the lead. Extra point is up and no good. We talked about Tigers needed to go back to Patel to get his confidence back. I think – that's been a <laughs> It's there. A couple <laughs> touchdowns tonight for Dia. Tigers lead at 27 nothing. 7-16 left in the first half. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy. The flowers are blooming and so are your allergies. What are the best over-the-counter medications for your symptoms? Come into DeVille Pharmacies for a great selection of allergy medications and an expert staff to help recommend the right product for you. Stop in today and start enjoying the season. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacies. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to the pit. It has been all Tigers thus far, leading 27-0 over Franklin County. 7-16 left to play in the first half. 
are tracking some other scores in the area. Milan leading 14-0 over New Miami. As a short kick, Andrew Merritt's going to bring that ball out to around the 40-yard line. Covered by Sam Cornett for the Tiger. I'm going to get you a score from Central on Batesville. Who's south there we're going to have tonight? Greensburg. Greensburg. And Franklin County will start from their own 41. I don't think we're going to see Bridger Bolos anymore tonight. Man in motion, right to left. We're going to set up a screen, and Carr drops the ball again. Had a drop earlier on the defensive side, which would have been a pick six. Oh, got a flag late. Not sure what the call is going to be here. Legal man downfield, looks like. So that'll set back Franklin County. They're going to play the Kalina, yeah. Take the play. Well, with the way the Tigers' defense has been playing tonight, why not? Yep. Take take the loss of downs. East Central with a 28 nothing lead over Batesville, Switzerland County, now leading Oldenburg 7-6 to as Moorhead's going to keep that one. Able to fight out close to the 45-yard line, three or four yards. Haven't seen really any big explosive plays for Franklin County yet. Of course, when your most explosive playmaker is not in the game, that being Jacob Schatzel, Kind of makes a uh, maybe a little easier time for the Tigers' defense. Got one less player to, to have to pay attention to. And now that Bolos is out with an injury earlier this quarter, those are the two top playmakers for Brady Moorhead. We've seen Hunter Geist step up. Lawrenceburg going to bring the heat. Bates goes unblocked. Moorhead is able to roll out. And he ran out of real estate on the Tigers' sideline. Try to get rid of him. Again, a few Tigers in his face there. Threw it incomplete. Looks like that's going to be a three and out. It's just been a miserable go at it this first half for Franklin County. And uh, what can you say about their schedule here in the middle of the season? They had to play East Central last week. Couldn't really get anything going on offense, and now running into a Tigers team that uh, continues to get better each and every week. Yeah, like the uh, coach said, they're playing with a lot of confidence and uh, showing that tonight. Yeah, you know, talked about it a little bit. The Tigers, uh, their 2021 season is shaping up to look a lot like 2020, where they lost week one, come out week two, hard-fought victory against an Ohio team. You go blow out Milan. They've played a 6A school two years in a row uh, in the Indianapolis area, and they've won easily in those games. And then you come home on a homecoming night against Franklin County team you met in the sectional championship last year, and handling their business are the Tigers tonight with a 27-0 lead, 6.30 left to go 
in the first half. Oh, they're going to say Warren stepped out of bounds before he threw it. He's going to lose. Lost two yards. Yeah. Uh, it's really a moot point because it's fourth down anyway. So Franklin County is going to give the ball back to the Tigers. And we've seen tonight Lawrenceburg does not need much time on the clock to uh, strike offensively. But plenty of time here. Their last three drives have been scoring drives, and they have ran a total of seven plays. Franklin County will punt. Ball's on their own 39. The punt will come from around the 30. High snap, and it's almost blocked. Alex Whitty all over the field tonight. That ball is not going to be returned. Down at the 22-yard line. Pretty good punt there. Change field position. And is that a new punter on the field? Phoenix Simons. Might have the coolest name of any of the players on their roster. Tigers start this drive at their own 22. By their worst start of a drive, I believe. They started on their own 21 on their third drive, but uh, yes, um, right there in a similar territory. Uh, that first lucky with the turnovers they've had uh, short field. And that drive, they did start from their own 21. They were forced to punt. They had a couple of penalties on that particular possession. But since then, they've got that kind of ironed out. They haven't had any uh, penalties on the offensive side their last three possessions. But again, they've only run seven plays, yeah. so <laughs> never really had a chance to do Anything they're not supposed to. 6-11 left in the first half. Would not be surprised to see Garrett Yoon slinging around a little bit more on this drive. And they will go to the play action. Looking for Daya Patel. And what a catch on a second effort. There's a flag on the play. See if that's defensive pass interference. As they get the ball across the 50. About about a 37-yard pitch and catch. Was defensive passing interference declined, of course, by the Tiger. Come up to the line quick here. Tigers are thinking about getting home early tonight. Um, I think they want maybe that running clock to happen in the second half. Egan Bennett with the handoff. He breaks it to the left side. More laundry. And he is eventually tackled down by Quinn Gilman. But as Bill mentioned, got a holding against Lawrenceburg. <laughs> no wonder he had so much room to run off yeah. that left side. Got a nice feel there. The ref saw a hold. Tigers back up into their own territory at their own 43, 5.50 to play in the first half. It has been all Tigers. With some homecoming festivities coming up at halftime. Certainly uh, do our best to let you know who the king and queen will be. First and 10 from the, well, actually, uh, let's change that. First and 20, we'll say. 
Bennett almost broke loose on that run. Able to get five or six. First right through that line. He's able to keep his footing. Might have been gone. Approaching five minutes to play. Stay tuned. Our halftime show. Take a check up of our hack forward keys to the game. Certainly give you that Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Going to be a little lopsided. Tigers doing most of the damage here tonight. Blocking the back on Jackson Goodall. So pass was incomplete as Gilmore tried to rise up over Carr to hope bring in a miraculous catch. But they're going to call that a hold on Jackson Goodall. That's the second penalty against the right tackle tonight. Let's see what Franklin County does. Are they going to take the result of the play? Or are they going to? Back them up. I, I think I would back I'd them back up them at this up. point. You know, it doesn't look like that's where they're headed. Uh, it looks like the wow, first down line to gain would be the Tigers' 36-yard line. So they need 31 yards Get a first down, second down play. On the wrong way. We'll go four wide receivers here. Daya Patel has really gotten uh, himself together after some early drops. If you're looking to get a chunk of this back, I'll start. Play clock. I'm going to delay a game. Delay a game. Okay. (laughs) Could have been either or. Either one. That's That's why they were hurrying. So, again, it's uh, something about starting uh, deep in their own territory. They like. <laughs> when the Tigers have done that tonight, they have been a uh, penalty riddled. Seven penalties for 55 yards already here in the first half. Three of those penalties coming on this drive alone. <laughs> Almost be a, uh, a statement if. Tigers said, you know what, if you guys don't want to actually run a play, we'll just punt it to Franklin County on second down because Tigers are just keep going the wrong way. Union back to pass, looking for Patel on a corner route, and that's a heck of a catch if they give it to him, and they will call that incomplete. And it's, He was still trying to bring the ball in as he was going down to the turf, and I guess we'll say he maybe trapped it against the turf. Right here on the Franklin County sideline, they were quick to help the official there. <laughs> As they should be. Right, exactly. We do have a uh, timeout on the field. Tigers will uh, take a timeout to talk about this upcoming third and 26. We'll keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Located in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. BeaconOrtho.com. Some of the uh, area scores. That last check, Milan leading New Miami, 14-0, trying to rebound from three consecutive losses. Switzerland County at last check was a 7-6 lead over Oldenburg Academy. And Batesville is on the board, but still trailing East Central 28-7. Still have not seen a score from South Dearborn and Greensburg. South Dearborn, a couple of wins in a row. Uh, another shout-out to C.J. Rogers. What a performance he had last week. 
against Connorsville. We had that game for you right here on your hometown radio station. 13 rushing attempts for 326 yards. That is a new South Dearborn school record for a single game. Also scored five touchdowns in that game. CJ has been a beast thus far this season for the Knights. But back here in Tigertown, Tigers leading at 27-0, a third and 36. And Garrett Eaton's just going to run a quarterback keeper. He is drugged down near the 40-yard line by Caden Erfman. So we got about 12 yards. But just a safe play for Lawrenceburg, and they'll be content to punt. Franklin County will get the ball back. Less than four minutes to go. Christian Prowl's going to go back to receive the punt. He's already done some damage on a kickoff return in, earlier in the game. Ewan rolls to his right. Gets off a good kick. Prowl's backing up. Oh, he muffed it. Ball. And that is going to be... Wow. Another fumble. Scooped up by Brennan Bushman. That's the third fumble for the Wildcats here in the first half. Three big turnovers. That another unfortunate mistake for Franklin County. That's as good as just a deep ball down the field. One way to get first down, right? After being backed up 30 yards. Tigers regain possession at the Franklin County 21-yard line. And there's going to be a timeout called by Franklin County. We'll step aside for a quick 30-second break. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. As the end of the year approaches, Hag Ford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom TP Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom TP Auto Center studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Kebron, and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. So the Tigers in striking distance again after a muffed punt by Christian Prowse. Tigers will start this possession on the Franklin County 21. Heavy set here. Michael Foster motioning to the left. They'll hand it off to Tegan Bennett. He's got a hold to run through and a great lead block. Got enough for a first down, looks like. Yeah, Braden Watkins pulling from his right guard position to the left and uh, did a nice job of leading Bennett down the field as he picked up 11 yards. And a first down. First and goal for the Tigers. Bennett gets it again, this time Foster, the lead blocker, and Bennett walks it in to the end zone for a 10-yard touchdown. Tigers strike again quick. What a weapon to have in the backfield for Larsberg. Keegan Bennett made it look easy. The Tigers will try for the extra point. 
Thought maybe you'd see him go for two to try to get that 35-point lead nearing halftime. Will be Mary Brewington on for the kick, and wow. <laughs> Nailed it. They're going to have to uh, chase that ball down in the Tiger tailgate fields as uh, the extra point is good. 34 nothing. Tigers lead it. 321 left in the half. Back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. At DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsborough and Rising Sun, we want to make your visit as convenient and easy as possible by offering you convenient ways to refill your prescriptions without waiting for them at the counter. Call us ahead of your arrival with your prescription numbers so we can have them ready when you arrive. You can visit our website at DeVillePharmacies.com or download our free app where you can reorder refills at any time of the day or night. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsborough and Rising Sun want to make your visit to the pharmacy as seamless as possible. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Hey, it's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Turning into an blowout here at Lawrenceburg as Tigers leading Franklin County 34 0. 321 left in the first half. At last possession, only two plays. Deegan Bennett takes it in from 10 yards out, a 21-yard drive. Drive summary, provided by Sieg Surveying. And there is a flag on the play as Alex Witte plays the hammer after a flag came down. Pierce Franklin County will have poor starting field position, and that's kind of been the, the theme of the night. And that, along with not being able to uh, move the chains much against this Tigers defense. Alex Witte has been <laughs> all over the among the star players on the defensive side. And Franklin County going to back up. There's been a lot of flags in this game. Um, we saw that in last year's championship game as well. 14 penalties for the Tigers, nine for Franklin County. Surprisingly, that's the first one against Franklin County. Or I should say the first accepted penalty yep. for the Wildcats. As one earlier, I know the Tigers decline. So they will start from their own 15. Again, um, I don't want to harp on it too much, but Franklin County now playing with... Two of their best playmakers, uh, arguably their best offensive linemen. Not taking anything away from the Tigers. They have certainly played a a nice game here tonight. But you just wonder. Another timeout. We'll keep it right here. Just wonder how this game might be uh, different a little bit uh, down the road. Uh, Franklin County will certainly like their chances better if they are at full strength. Uh, certainly a big statement being put on the uh, scoreboard tonight so far by the Tigers. Yeah, you talked to both coaches pregame about how this is a measuring stick. And uh, Coach Gilman, you know, he said we're not a full strength. You know, he admitted that. And then at the injury they've had, but still it's a dominating performance by the Tigers so far. Absolutely. And uh, I've not got a chance to see some of the other sectional teams uh, that are going to be competing against Franklin County and Lawrenceburg. We know Brownstown Central year in and year out is a, a team that's going to throw their name in the uh, hat to be one of the favorites in the sectional. You have all the other EIAC teams 
you know, Batesville, Greensburg, they've certainly uh, got some talent there. I think you can kind of count Rushville out at this point, but uh, the Tigers look like the definitive favorite to win the sectional for a third straight year, at least in my mind. Yep, I agree. And I might be being swayed a little bit by other performance tonight, but uh, they seem to get better each and every week, and we've seen that over the last two seasons. If Franklin County can get something going here, Warhead, quick throw, Prowse catches it. Russell down by Aiden Gilmore, able to get that out to the 20-yard line. Good five-yard game. Prowse, first catch of the ball game. Ideally, for Franklin County, they'd love to go down and get a score and receive the ball coming out of halftime. Right now, they'd be pretty content with just moving the sticks a little bit and keeping Lawrenceburg's offense off the field. Haven't had much success moving the ball here in the first half. Just two first downs so far, and they're going to bring some heat off the backside. Moorhead throws it up, and Gilmore is able to knock that ball away from Prowse. That was a dangerous throw by Moorhead, who was feeling the pressure of the safety blitz. Hung up there quite quite a bit. Jace Bohan being credited with a hurry there. He came off the blind side. You don't see uh, many lefty quarterbacks of the blind side. Actually, the right side of the line for Franklin County tonight has been uh, obviously every game this year. But 2.29 to go, three, excuse me, third and four from the 21-yard line. Warhead back to throw, swings it out, quick to car. He's able to... Make a move. Close. I think he got the first down there as he was working against Braden Combs. He was able to elude a tackle. Yes, give him uh, just enough. Five yards for the first down. I haven't said that much tonight. Franklin County is in possession of the ball. And I agree. Third, first down. The Wildcats were able to achieve here in the game. Tigers bring in three fresh players on the defensive line. Warhead back to throw again. Good protection. Bombs it down the field. Looking for Prowls down the seam. That was uh, about three, four yards past him. Aiden Gilmore with the coverage. So hard to get any kind of separation when you got the speed that the Tigers have back there. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about their uh, defensive secondary. Now, these guys have been playing together for quite some time. They returned all four starters in the secondary, and now they're starting to sprinkle in a youngster by the name of uh, Braden Combs, who's just a uh, sophomore. And uh, they really like his potential, both as a defensive back and a wide receiver. Second and 10 from the 25. Browse catches the ball. Gilmore. Knocks it out of his hands. It's scooped up. They're going to call it a fumble. And the Tigers are going to take that down inside the five-yard line. That Gilmore was, laid the hit? Gilmore laid the hit, and it was uh, Jake Pierce, I think, who came away with the recovery and nearly scored a touchdown. Wow. That's four turnovers now for Franklin County, all four fumbles. Setting up the Tigers here nicely with 143 remaining in the half. Good 
So the Tigers will get an opportunity to put some more points on the board and get that running clock in the second half. And it's been a theme of our broadcast schedule thus far this year. First and goal from the six. Michael Foster in motion and uh, had some early movement on that Tigers front. One thing the Tigers have struggled with so far, not just tonight, this year, is the penalty. Eight of them for 60 yards here in the first half. And, you know, that's going to be a point of emphasis going forward. It really is on a week-to-week basis, but I think you're really going to see Coach Knigg and his staff hammer that home this week. Second play, Foster motioning to the right. Yoon will keep it. He's got a huge hole to run through, and he just outruns everybody, goes untouched from 11 yards out. Touchdown on Garrett Yoon. Making it look easy. Now 40 to nothing, Tigers, in the first half. It's been the... Uh, don't take anything away from Lawrenceburg. A great performance, but Franklin County helping them out with four turnovers. As the extra point is up and good again from Mary Brewington. Tell you what, she's got a heck of a leg there. 41 nothing. Tigers lead it with a minute 34 to go in the first half. We're going to keep it right here. And that scoring drive from the Tigers... And ran one play officially. 11-yard TD run from Garrett Yoon. Drive summaries. Service of Seek surveying. Specialized in land surveying. Contract, excuse me, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. SeekLandSurveying.com. Okay, Larkford, this is exactly how you wanted the homecoming night to go, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anytime you're at home, you, you want to send the faithful home happy, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a uh, great night all around for Tigers fans, and you know, he who wins the homecoming king and all that good stuff, they're going to be able to uh, look back and remember the game fondly as well. I once upon a time was the homecoming king for the basketball team, but we lost that night, so uh, it wasn't as much fun. Kick is away. Tyreek Carr going to be the return man. Alex Witte <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> all over the place. Chase Bohan almost outran the play. Will be the uh, Tiger to make the tackle. Franklin County come back out for their eighth possession. <laughs> And this this tells the whole story of Franklin County tonight. Just three first downs. Not a whole lot. They got more turnovers than they got first downs. They so do. That's why the scoreboard looks the way it does. Start on their own 35. Ball security, definitely an issue for the Wildcats tonight. Maybe Moorhead, pretty much uh, forced to just drop back and throw it every time here as that ball came in hot. A lot of hurry, wasn't it? Got Spencer Bath, a 5'8 junior that just checked in, a wide receiver. And 
not quite ready for that one. Second and ten. Coming up for the Wildcats. Moving forward, Franklin County will play Greensburg next week. Lawrenceburg will match up with Batesville. In a 3A division battle. That uh, will essentially be the, maybe the 3A championship game. As we don't think, and uh, no disrespect to Rushville, we don't think they're going to pose much of a threat to Lawrenceburg later on in the season. Minimal gain there, setting up a third and six. We will be in St. Leon next week for a clash between the Trojans and South Dearborn, both 1-0 in the 4A division. Under a minute to play. Brady Moorhead going to roll to his left. Got some room to run. Good cutback, but the Tigers do a good job pursuing the play. Knock Moorhead down a couple yards short of the stick. They really don't have to run another play unless they want to. Should get to the half. They'd be wise to take it into the half. The Tigers are going to take a 41-0 lead into the locker room. Don't know that anybody expected this scoreline, not at least at halftime. What a performance from the Tigers thus far. Homecoming festivities coming up at the half. We'll also bring you our halftime show presented by Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. We'll be back with these messages from our great high school sports sponsors. You're listening to High School Football on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Hi, I'm Arissa Riley, a senior at South Dearborn, and I'm a Dearborn County Youth Ambassador. We're a student-driven volunteer program under Dearborn County CASA. Now that school is back in session, we're looking for new ambassadors to educate and set a positive example for our local youth. If you go to high school at Lawrenceburg, South Dearborn, or East Central and want to help our youth thrive, you can find us on Insta and Spotify with the hashtag IDareYou. Visit DearbornCountyCASA.com to become a youth ambassador for your school. School is back, and so are we. At Ivy Tech, you can take classes on campus, online, or stream them live from wherever your busy schedule takes you. Apply for free at ivytech.edu and start classes on October 20th. We're on campus and ready for you. A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn. I heard about two men who couldn't wait for winter to arrive up north. They loved ice fishing. They had purchased a motorized ice auger, couldn't wait to try it out. They stepped out on the ice and began to drill a hole for the fishing. Suddenly, they heard a voice above them say, there's no fish under that ice. They were startled, but started drilling again. Again, the voice repeated, there's no fish under that ice. This time, the men looked up and said, is that you, God? No, but I own this ice skating rink, and there's no fish under this ice, said the rink owner. Be very careful where you drill. Be intentional about what, where you work and what you do, and it'll make a bigger difference. Sometimes you feel like you're drilling in the wrong place, but you can never go wrong with what God tells you to do and the way he tells you to do it. 
A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Crimer's Beer House and Whitewater Crossing Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org. It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Is your child or one you know uninsured, underinsured, or on Medicaid? At the Dearborn County Health Department, child immunization clinics are held weekly by appointment. A $3 donation is appreciated but not required. For more information on available immunizations and clinic hours, visit DearbornCounty.org and click on the Health tab. Or call 812-537-8843. That's 812-537-8843. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County! Turn it up, son. Hey, it's Ron Briel, and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 8.50, up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Alongside Bill Smith on Double T Travis there at halftime. Lawrenceburg leading Franklin County 41 to nothing. Lawrenceburg has definitely committed a lot of penalties tonight. You wouldn't know it by the scoreboard, but uh, the penalties have been offset by four turnovers from Franklin County. That's kind of been the story of the first half. Yeah, you're right. You mentioned it earlier when Franklin County has more turnovers than first downs. That's that's going to be shown on the scoreboard. But it's just a dominating performance here in the first half by the Tigers, all phases of the ball game. And uh, we'll go back to that uh, Milan game just uh, another time. Uh, we mentioned that night, Lawrenceburg has a goal line stand, and then they kind of break the game open from there. The instance tonight that it was the one that broke it open was Tyree Carr not bringing in the interception, which would have been a return for a touchdown. In the very next play, Garrett Yoon goes 64 yards for a touchdown, and then from there on out, it's just been all Tigers. Or if you wanted to look at another first drive, you know, Tigers had a fourth down, and it was able to convert and ultimately score. You know, and you know, you don't know how that could change the momentum of the game. It was, uh, you know, another good job by the offensive line this time, whereas the smiling game of the defensive line for the Tigers came up big. Sure. Uh, let's uh, take a look at our Hagford keys of the game. We know the uh, Tigers going to be checking some boxes already. Yeah, for Franklin County, we said they needed to contain you. That hasn't happened. You know, you've been able to throw the ball. You've been able to run the ball. And uh, the other was to put some pressure on you. But uh, they were able to do that a little bit early. But uh, Yoon's had a very nice game for Lawrenceburg. Uh, we did say, you know, they need to limit the turnovers and penalties. They did, they're limiting the turnovers. But the penalties are still there for them. But they're able to overcome that as they were able to contain the running game uh, for Franklin County pretty much contained their offense of Franklin County. They haven't been able to do much of anything here in the first half. That's a checkup of our Hag Ford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. And, uh, well, the Ivy Tech Community College stats report, that's going to be a little lopsided in the Tigers' favor as well. Yeah, we'll start with the 
Franklin County, they've only had 45 total yards offense. Uh, 36 of that was through the air. They have the three first downs, a two for seven on third down conversions. They only have the one penalty for 10 yards. They have four turnovers, all four fumbles. Uh, individually, Moorhead's thrown the ball 12 times, five for 12 for 36 yards, and he's also ran the ball uh, 10 times for nine yards. For Marshford, lots of numbers over here. You know, they, they ran the ball for 162 yards in the first half, 180 yards through the air. They already have 342 yards offense. Uh, they have six first downs, one for five on third down conversions, though, but one for one on fourth down. They just have the one turnover, a fumble here in the first half, but eight penalties, eight penalties already for 60 yards. Uh, through individual numbers, Garrett Yoon, 10 for 16, 180 yards. Three of those are touchdown passes. Catching those passes, they didn't get Gilmore's caught one. Michael Foster, Luke Pierce, Brennan Bushman all catching a pass, but it was Daya Patel caught six of those passes for 150 yards, and two of those were touchdowns. On the ground, it's been Tegan Bennett. He's carried the ball four times for 33 yards. One of those, a 10-yard touchdown run. And Gary Yoon himself, he's carried the ball eight times for 110 yards and added two more touchdowns himself. All right, that's the Ivy Tech Community College stats report here at halftime. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. And uh, we also want to pass along uh, some more information uh, about our friends at Ivy Tech. Give me one second to uh, pull that up as uh, we are in the midst of the homecoming festivities, uh, announcing all the uh, young men and young ladies that are up for awards here tonight. But uh, Ivy Tech Community College promoting College Go and Application Week. And uh, this is going to be a pretty sweet deal. Uh, they are offering uh, free applications through September 24th, and seniors who complete that free application will be entered to win a smart watch. Uh, you can head over to EagleCountryOnline.com to learn a little bit more uh, about College Go and uh, getting applied at Ivy Tech Community College as uh, they are getting uh, folks set for fall 2022. Uh, yeah, pretty sweet deal there. All right, uh, I, or excuse me, uh, we want to take a, a sneak peek at uh, maybe the star of the game tonight uh, presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. There's uh, plenty of candidates. For the Tigers, Garrett Yoon offensively and Alex Witte defensively were the guys that kind of stood out to me, Bill. Yeah, like you, we mentioned his name a few times, uh, Alex Witte. He's been all over the field, not just on the defensive side, but even special teams, yep. and causing some of those fumbles. Absolutely, and Garrett Yoon getting it done through the air, uh, finding his top target, Daya Patel, for a couple of touchdown passes. So uh, just a couple of the young guys in the running, perhaps, for the star of the game by Gary Tribble. Be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with warranty forever from Gary Trable at Herlinger Chevrolet. We're going to step aside for a break. When we come back, we're going to let you know who the homecoming king and queen are. Tigers 41, Franklin County 0 at halftime. High school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. There's still time to take a new step towards your education. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg has classes beginning on October 20th. Apply now at ivytech.edu and take advantage of local scholarships that only we can offer. We're on campus and ready for you. As the end of the year approaches, Hag Ford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. 
Boardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. Their showroom displays a cool selection of gas logs and fireplaces. You can modernize your gas fireplace with a new screen, door, or enclosure. Their experienced technicians can keep your gas fireplace burning safely with service cleanings and repairs, too. Wardway Fuels, your experts on grills, pools, heating oil, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find, wardway.com. Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity, and occasionally I find myself in pain. Then I turn to Beacon. Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it. Ouch! Ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo at Beacon Orthopedic Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing. Hi, this is Kayla with Stacy Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you? Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial. This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your Tempstar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new Tempstar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with Tempstar quality you can feel. 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367-HEAT.com. Hey, it's double. T. Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Just a moment away from seeing who's going to be crowned king and queen here on homecoming night at Lawrenceburg High School. See if we can get Matt Albright on our crowd mic. Jackson Jackson Bobo, who is going to star for the Lawrenceburg Tigers on the basketball court this fall and winter. The homecoming queen, excuse me, homecoming king, my bad, Jackson. (laughs) He's awaiting his queen here at the pit. Interesting. We'll see if a uh, footballer wins king during basketball season. Ella McAndrew, McLean, a uh, multi-sports star here at Lawrenceburg as well. So uh, congratulations to Jackson and Ella being the uh, king and queen here on homecoming night. And it has been all Tigers here tonight at the pit, 41-0, leading Franklin County. Let's get you updated on some other scores around the area. Batesville has scored 13 unanswered points, uh, cutting into what was a 28-0 lead for East Central. Trojans lead that one, 28-13 in the third quarter. At halftime, Milan a 20-6 lead over New Miami. That is a uh, new team on their schedule as they've gone independent this year, taking on New Miami out of Hamilton, Ohio. Uh, last check, Switzerland County was leading Oldenburg 7-6, to and uh, we have still yet to see a score from the South Dearborn-Greensburg game. If anybody uh, has that score, uh, reach out to us on uh, Facebook Messenger or uh, message us on Twitter. We would love to pass that score along to our high school football listeners here on this Friday evening. 
We are at the midway point of the season. You can find our broadcast schedule over at eaglecountryonline.com. As mentioned, uh, we will be in St. Leon next week for the Trojans matchup with the South Dearborn Knights. Uh, the winner of that game will take sole position of first place in the EIAC 4A division. The following week, we'll see the South Dearborn Knights as well. That's a Farmer's Fair weekend, so it's only uh, right that we uh, go up the hill and uh, see South Dearborn in action against this Franklin County team here tonight. Scheduled to be out in Milan on Friday, October 8th, as they welcome in Greensburg, and then the final regular season game of the season. Well, there's no place we'd rather be than right here at the pit, as Lawrenceburg will welcome in their rival, South Dearborn. And from there... Uh, we'll wait the sectional draw. That's always one of my favorite uh, times of the football season, seeing uh, who's going to be matched up in those first-round games, uh, start plotting our uh, schedule as the uh, postseason arrives. Have you seen the field at South Dearborn lately since they have the track done? It looks absolutely awesome. That looks really nice. As far as we know, what is this, the only school in the state or maybe anywhere that has a blue track. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Um, of getting out to uh, Backman Field. And there's some uh, other things in the works there at South Dearborn, uh, perhaps uh, some new facilities around their uh, football and soccer field, uh, new bleachers. That's uh, certainly been some things that have been talked about. Uh, we do believe that there's going to be an update on that at their next school board meeting. So you can keep your eye on EagleCountryOnline.com. We'll certainly keep you updated uh, with any happenings there at South Dearborn High School. I'm sure all the Lawrenceburg listeners love the uh, South Dearborn talk right now. Yeah. We've got to share the love, right? Yep, got to fill some time here during this extended halftime. Uh, again, say congratulations to homecoming king Jackson Bobo and Queen Ella McAndrew. Both looking very dapper out at the uh, midfield. Saw Jackson's head coach, Brad Cutter, before the game. Uh, Brad's certainly excited about the talent he has coming back for his Tigers basketball team. Imagine Bobo as a tight end or a receiver. <laughs> he just throw it up to him. Throw it to him. 6'7". Got a chance to uh, see the Tigers play a little bit with uh, some of their summer ball. Uh, they hosted this big shootout earlier this summer. There was probably 30-something teams uh, here from Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana. And, uh, Bobo looked really impressive in that game, uh, looked much more aggressive attacking the basket. Uh, I mean, if he has a really strong year, this Tigers team's got a chance to do something. Yeah, that senior class has a next level. You know, he, he's already got the height. He's, you know, he got the scoring ability. Just that, like you said, that aggressiveness. He finds that other gear. It could be a scary Tigers team. Absolutely. A, a great senior class coming back. We'll uh, wait to see if Ashton Craig uh, dons a basketball uniform this year. Uh, certainly he's got some big plans in mind as he'll, he will head up to South Bend next fall to play for the Fighting Irish, who are going to take on. The hometown UC Bearcats uh, in a couple weeks' time, that is going to be a fascinating game in South Bend. Um, I think some folks around here are feeling pretty uh, good about uh, UC this year, rated in the top ten. We had RCC this weekend. They, yeah. Uh, well, the absolutely. I- I'm going to tell you right now, we'll take the Bearcats in that game. Oh. Uh, I think they're very, very solid. So, Just a few minutes away uh, from second half action. We will have a running clock here in the second half with the Tigers up 41 in case you're unfamiliar with that rule, got uh, put in place a couple seasons ago. You're up 35 at any point in the second half, running clock. It'll only stop on timeouts, injury timeouts, and scoring plays. So 
Does that rule ever revert back? It does not revert back. So even if you get it within 35. Yeah. So the uh, the chances of seeing a really miraculous comeback are a little bit out of the question. Yeah. And anytime we start talking about comebacks, I have to bring up my classmates back in 2005 taking on Brownstown Central in the sectional championship. It could they, be done. They were down 24 <laughs> points with, I believe, I don't know, six minutes it was of change. In the fourth quarter, yeah. And they came back and won the game. At the time, it was the largest comeback in Indiana football, uh, Indiana high school football state history. Uh, I don't know if that record's been broken since then. That was a long time ago. And, uh, Pretty amazing. It was crazy. Like uh, ball game. Yeah. Everyone just kind of left the, the field that night. And did that just happen? Did that? Yeah. And uh, we tend to remind the folks at Brownstown Central every time they uh, come to the pit each and every year. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're uh, pretty sick of it, but. Uh, Get to see a couple of my classmates uh, each and every time we come out and call Tigers game. Uh, Brad Seymour, his wide receivers coach. Uh, Matt Dean, who helps out with the defensive backs. Uh, those guys are uh, were on that team. Oh, okay. Thank you, Matt Albright, uh, passing along the information of the uh, homecoming court. So uh, let's run through this real quick while we have a, a few moments here. The freshman prince and princess going to... Cooper Bobo, the younger brother of Jackson, and Hillary Nippenberg. Uh, the sophomore, Prince and Princess, Joey Cavanaugh, starts on the offensive line from the Tigers, and Peyton Beard. The junior Prince, Nico Fiera, starting middle linebacker from the Tigers, and Jaden Wilson. The senior Prince and Princess going to Ethan Miller and Aspen Griffith. And, of course, as we mentioned, Jackson Bobo, the king and the queen was Ella McAndrew. So uh, congratulations to all those young men, young ladies. Tonight they will uh, certainly remember for years to come. And the uh, Tigers football team going to remember this one for years to come as well. They've dominated Franklin County here in the first half. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll have second-half action from the pit. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Did you know that DeVille Pharmacies has a certified mastectomy fitter on staff? Are you or someone you know in need of mastectomy products? If you need a first-time fitting or just want the convenience of a local provider for all your mastectomy needs, you can count on the caring staff at DeVille Pharmacies. You will feel at ease with a professional fitter that understands your concerns as well as all your needs. Give DeVille Pharmacies a call at 812-432-5684 to schedule an appointment today. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. Getting set for third quarter action. Both teams back out on the field warming up. Uh, seeing some cars uh, leaving the area already as the Tigers lead it 41 to nothing. We certainly appreciate you tuning in to your hometown radio station, whether you're listening on your radio at home, in your car, or online at eaglecountryonline.com. Also have the uh, free Eagle Country 93 app. Definitely check that out. You can find that on Google Play and in the Apple Store. A couple other scores in the area tonight. Uh, what a game going on between Switzerland County and Oldenburg. A defensive battle as the Pacers leading at 7-6. That's game in the third quarter. East Central continues to lead Batesville 28-13. Milan with a halftime lead over New Miami, 
And apparently South Dearborn and Greensburg playing in parts unknown tonight. <laughs> they, uh, they don't have self-service. <laughs> no self-service out of, uh, off of I-74 up north. I did see the Reds are winning. They're all uh, one nothing on the Dodgers in the top of the six. Very good. Uh, the Reds did welcome back outfielder Jesse Winker to the lineup Much uh, tonight. <laughs> Much needed. The uh, offense has been stagnant to be polite over the uh, past seven series, which they have lost all those series. And if uh, you're not familiar, the Reds are uh, very much in the thick of things in the National League wild card chase. And uh, right now they're playing the team that they might end up playing in the right. one-game wild card. It's not a time to struggle when you're getting ready to face Bueller, Scherzer, <laughs> Kershaw. Right. It, it would be a Reds. Um, sweep them. <laughs> yeah, they, they can't beat the Pirates, but they beat the Dodgers. Yeah. But uh, I don't think anyone will complain if they have a good weekend at home. Uh, against the, the blue from out west. Uh, how about the Cincinnati Bengals in week one? What do hey. you think of? Uh... A lot of squeaked it out, but it was definitely on the edge of your seat there for a while. Yeah, I, I feel how about like that kicker? Evan McPherson, uh, yeah, he was the uh, special teamer of the week in the NFL. Uh, easily nailed a 53-yarder earlier in the game and then a 33-yarder <laughs> to, win, to uh, win the game. He actually hit it twice. Uh, he got iced, uh, per se, before uh, he hit the one that actually counted. But uh, that fourth and inches, Joe Burrow checking wow. to a, a pass down the field. C.J. Uzama, um, gutsy, 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 but made it a whole lot easier on his rookie kicker. So uh, that was a that was a great gutsy win and a game that they have lost a lot in the past. Uh, now they get, ever. Now they get the red rifle. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting for sure. As, uh, he definitely knows the team. He knows the defense. So. Uh, I, be an interesting ball game. Absolutely, and uh, I mean, I don't think anyone thinks that Andy's going to come out and light it up, but uh, he can manage a game, and uh, he'll have to do that. Bengals defense and their front seven look pretty, pretty good uh, there week one against Minnesota. So, how about that trade for BJ Hill? BJ Hill, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was very impressed by the defensive line uh, getting off the ball. Uh, yeah, they got a good a shot to be two and zero is any of the uh, 1-0 teams in the league coming up this weekend. And if you're a Colts fan, whew, what a tough schedule to start. You get Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, and now the L.A. Rams come into town. Uh, they look like they could legit go to the Super Bowl this year. Which reminds me, if you want to play fantasy football, we do have that for you over at EagleCountryOnline.com. Got to be 18 or older to play. $993 grand prize at the end of the season. We're set for second-half action. Tigers kick off left to right. That's going to be Tyree Carr fielding the ball around the 15-yard line. And is drugged down by Jace Bohan. Gets it out across the 25. Franklin County, after regrouping at halftime, we'll see if they come out with any better offensive execution. Uh, you got their two best skill players on the sideline wearing shorts. Not a good sign. That has been a little bit of a factor tonight. No Schatzel, no Bolos now for a quarter and a half or so. Franklin County will start this drive from their own 28. Brady Moorhead, he's certainly shown the ability to to get the ball down the field. It's got to give him time. Uh, they're going to be throwing it a lot here as Mercy uh, tries to bring it down for a QB draw. I mean, not a whole lot there. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Fiera, Jace Bohan. Like they knocked him down right at the line of scrimmage, so we'll call it a no gain. Second and ten upcoming. 
Tigers defense. Led lights out tonight. Linebackers have uh, certainly had an impact in this game. Woody and Kaniga coming off the edge. Sierra and Pierce holding it down in the middle. Haven't given up really any uh, big explosive plays. Moorhead's going to be back to pass. Pretty good pocket. Far, that's a tough throw. Browse brings it down. That's good coverage by the Tigers. That is a 12-yard gain. I think it fell, fell to the uh, receiver as he was on the ground. Moorhead makes that pass from pretty much the middle of the field all the way to the Tigers' sideline, showing his arm strength. And Prowse makes a great catch to move the chains. Here, a little life out of the uh, Franklin County sideline for the first time in a while. So first and ten from their own 40. Two wide receivers for Moorhead. They'll keep this one. And got a yard or two. Extra effort. He's still up. My goodness. Give him a uh, third and fourth effort. Gets it out to around the 45, 46. Give him a six yard. Wow. Kept his leg turning there. Turn into that. A good run from Moorhead and uh, give the offensive line some credit as well, helping keeping him up and moving along. That's up a uh, second four here for the Wildcats. Second and four from the 46. Moorhead with three wide receivers, two to his left. Looks for Prowse. That ball might have been intercepted. They call it incomplete. Very lucky for the Wildcats, but the pressure by Kaniga there who put Moorhead on his back as he threw it. Aiden Gilmore almost jumped the slant route from Prowse. Nearly picks it off. Ball falls to the turf incomplete. Cock will keep running on incomplete passes. Let's bring up a third and four. See what Franklin County dials up. Third down conversions. Nope. Not going great for the Wildcats as Moorhead rolls to his right. And complete again. Again, I just... I don't understand why they're not rolling him to the left, so he'll make that throw a little easier for him, so... Incomplete pass, especially when your window is not that big as the secondary here for the Tigers. You know, very good at protection. And uh, Earthman might be your best lineman, and he's playing on the left. Phoenix Simons will be back on to punt. Bolos out of the game. He's their normal punter. Tigers kind of try to come out of their left, left foot of kick. Returned at the 20-yard line by Gilmore, and he is knocked down immediately. Maybe got about two yards. That was a great open field tackle by Austin Hill. Austin Hill a couple weeks ago had 20 tackles wow. in the game. Not too many people can run down Gilmore like that. That was impressive. That's a linebacker. Right. <laughs> My goodness. Even more impressive, right? Tigers will start from their own 22. Still got their starters out there. 
that's just a product of making sure that they are uh, keeping their game stamina up, I would think. Well, Stephen Bennett takes that ball out across the 25 to the 26-yard line, four-yard gain. I think the uh, Franklin County fans aren't happy to see the uh, starters out there for the Tigers, but they can't just play two quarters Yeah, each week. Yeah, it's all about keeping their stamina up. I imagine they'll get a series. Yoon destroyed on that throw right there. That's what well, you don't want to see if you're a Tiger fan is uh, Yoon get hurt. Sam Westerfeld came clean off the left side, excuse me, the right side of the Tigers formation left in position and was able to affect that pass down the field from Yoon. That'll bring up a third and six from the Tigers' own 26-yard line. You also have to think that the Tigers aren't going to get many offensive possessions here in the second half with the running clock, so it's trying to keep their team in the flow of the game. Yoon is going to keep it. Got a good block from Colton Roth. I think he's going to get it. And they're going to give him seven yards. That'll be a first down for the Tigers. There's that smash mouth football uh, (laughs) that we've been waiting for. He delivered a hit right there at the sticks. Able to push forward for the first down. I think an interesting adjustment that Lawrenceburg made earlier in the season, Micah Foster was playing on the offensive line. They've essentially used him as a second tight end, as an extra blocker, um, you know, essentially playing with six offensive linemen. That can really open some things up. As uh, Yoon overthrows Jake Pierce. A lot of pressure in the backfield. Yoon had to get rid of that one in a hurry. Westerfeld. Among the Franklin County defensemen who rushed that throw. Odap back there as well. Odap's had a, a nice season, I think. Uh, six sacks wow. coming into tonight. He's been a, a pleasant surprise for Coach Wes Gilman. Once upon a time led Franklin County to the state championship game, 1995. They came up short, but still a great accomplishment to reach that level. He can bend it on the speed option. First down. First down. 12, 13 yards. They haven't had to use Pierce much at all. He's only ran the ball a couple times, but Bennett doing a nice job. I've become more and more impressed with Tegan Bennett the more I watch him play. Uh, he is certainly, I, I would uh, kind of describe him as quick. Yeah, very quick. Change of pace. Yeah. And right now they're going to put him out in the slot. This has kind of been a a Lawrenceburg thing over the past couple years. Their running backs have been good receivers. We saw that with Adam Bird last year. Tegan Bennett, Luke Pierce kind of in that mold as well as they throw a a Pierce over there. I think Ben Gilmore. So just a quick throw. Oh, nice gain on first down. Nine yards. That's almost as good as a run. You just throw it out there real quick to a receiver and let him 
go one-on-one with the defensive back, try to make a man miss. Second and one. The 45. Oh, almost intercepted. But Gilmore catches it. How did he come up with that? Got a penalty. As they take it down to the near 35-yard line. We'll wait to see what the uh, flag is. Garrett Yoon is backing up. So it's going to be on the offense. It's called clipping? Clipping. You don't see that very often. That is a rarity. So if you had clipping on your high school football bingo card at home, congratulations. Just got it. These second halves go quick with the running clock. We're uh, under two minutes to play. Tigers with the 41 nothing lead, well on their way to going 4-1 and on the season. Not a conference victory for the Tigers, though, as Franklin County is playing in the 4A division. You heard Coach Kanega in the uh, pregame, though, saying within a couple years, Franklin County more likely to be a 2A school. South Dearborn maybe going to 3A. So those will be uh, some interesting developments, and uh, we'll certainly uh, shift some things in the EIAC. Nice pitch and catch to Dinah Patel. His knee was on the turf as he caught the ball. I got about 10 yards. Set up a third and manageable for the Tigers after the clipping penalty. Third and three from the Franklin County 47-yard line. Be surprised to see the Tigers try to get this on the ground. Deegan Bennett. There he is. Got the three and much more. As he's going to take that ball down to about still moving up. Oh, yeah, 33 yard line. Wow. 14 yard gain and a first down. What a luxury it is for the Tigers to have a uh, youngster like Deegan Bennett. I don't know that Pierce is out of the game for any particular reason. It's nice to uh, give him a breather. Mm-hmm. Got a guy that's uh, just as productive. Yeah, really, that Bennett might be the uh, guy that has more of the uh, home run hitting ability. Might be the last play of the third quarter as Pierce comes in motion from left to right. Yoon's going to keep it. Get about three or four yards. Not sure how many times I'd be running him in the second half. 41 point lead, but that's why I'm a broadcaster, not an offense coordinator. Tigers lead at 41 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. We'll take a short break. Back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. This message is a service of the Dearborn County Health Department. How you doing? I'm HPV. That's human papillomavirus. And I'm a giver. A giver of cancer, that is. But you can prevent me and you can protect yourself, your child, or children with the HPV vaccine. The HPV vaccine protects against the most dangerous strains of the virus to help prevent cervical cancer in adulthood. Available for youth, teens, and young adults ages 9 to 45. To learn more and schedule an HPV vaccine appointment, visit DearbornCounty.org and click on the health tab. Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you. 10 until 2. Right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
Welcome back to the pit. It's a happy homecoming night for the Tigers, leading Franklin County 41-0. As we get ready for the final frame, Tigers have an upcoming second and eight from the Franklin County 32. Scoreboard update for you, East Central 44, Batesville 13 at the end of the third. It was just a two-score game moments ago. Central's opened that one up. Going to improve to 4-1 and one on the season. Logan Ahouse in at quarterback. Laying that ball off. And it looks like a hit at the line of scrimmage. Caden Baker. Third and eight upcoming for the Tigers. Three for seven in that category. See if they'll let Logan Ahouse throw it. Um, Got a nice physique. It's just a, a 6'2", 192-pound sophomore. Swing the ball around. Watching him throw in the pregame alongside Garrett Yoon. Certainly looks the part. They'll roll him to his right. And he gets a chance to throw it down the field, and there's that strong arm. But yep. they bobbled it. Ball was not caught. Sailor, the intended receiver. Looks like the Tigers might go for it here. Hayden Sailor, another sophomore, six foot, hundred and sixty-three pound wide receiver. They like his potential, along with uh, Braden Combs. Got a pretty uh, nice sophomore class, if you ask me. Oh, we see Joey Cavanaugh starting on the offensive line. Got young players like Noah Kaniga out there playing as a freshman, and. That's not good. Ahouse going to take a sack back near the 45-yard line, so that will be a turnover on downs. Good job by the Franklin County defense. Get the ball back. Same Lesterfeld was among the Wildcat players to bring down Logan Ahouse. A lot of new jerseys in here for the Tigers defense. Franklin County will keep many of their starters in. Brady Moorhead, quarterback keeper. Got about six yards. Second down and five coming up from the 48-yard line. Franklin County, we'd love to get some points on the board here late. Get some kind of semblance of confidence going into next week's game against Greensburg. Forehead rolls to his right. Cornette chases him. And lucky that that ball was short of the intended receiver, Christian Prowse. Uh, that could have been turnover territory. Yeah, pressure by Cornette caused Moorhead to get rid of that sooner than he wanted to. That was Aiden Golf, another sophomore. With the coverage for the Tigers. 
approaching eight minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Third and five upcoming from the 48-yard line. Three wide receivers set for Moorhead. Two wide receivers to his right on the short side of the field. They'll run to that side. And Moorhead's close to the first down marker. Looks like he'll get the five yards. Aiden Saylor with the tackle. That's a welcome sight for Franklin County. Moving the chains. Five first downs for the ball game. Only had three that entire first half. Moorhead looking over to the sideline to get the play. He's got trips to his left. Spencer Bath, lone wide receiver on the short side of the field. Moorhead goes to the air here. And they do. The screen. It's going to be Carr. First down. Who gets the first down. Oh, we got a flag. Got a flag and a second flag. <laughs> one late, one early. Think maybe a hold and then a potential hit out of bounds, maybe. A second flag's a little questionable. Couldn't see so much on the far sideline. First one is definitely a hold. Good play design. Yeah. Oh, oh, both of them. So a hold and a personal foul. I guess the holding call will be declined. The personal foul will be accepted. And again, even on a penalty, the clock continuing to run here. Approaching six minutes to play. Say congratulations again to Jackson Bobo, the homecoming king, and Ella McAndrew, the homecoming queen. First and 15, Moorhead's going to keep it, and he is met near the line of scrimmage. That's Elijah Freeman. who makes the tackle after uh, what looked like a one-yard gain. Aiden Hughes in on the stop as well. No gain. Second and 15 for Franklin County from their own 48-yard line. Four wide receivers. For Brady Moorhead, the southpaw. Dropping back to pass, and the pocket collapses, and there's Freeman again. Ball hits the turf. No indication on who has it just yet. It is the Tigers' ball. Another fumble. Five turnovers now for Franklin County. A nice job by Elijah Freeman to get in there and knock the ball loose. Waylon Lambert coming up with the fumble recovery. Big play for the higher reserve. Get a chance to play and make, make some big plays on Friday night. Absolutely. And a lot of these guys are going to end up being significant players for the Tigers, you would think, in the years to come with a lot of uh, sophomores and juniors out there. Obviously a very solid senior class is going to be graduating in the spring. As that will go down as a pass to Combs on the jet sweep. And he made a couple guys miss. 
able to get that ball close to the 30-yard line. Looks like he got about eight yards. Will be a pass officially. Down to the 28. A house, three wide receivers. Got Landon Cornett in the backfield with them. And there's an offside on the defense. So the Tigers will get to move the chains on the defensive penalty. Tigers get line back up quick. First and 10 from the 27. A house hands it off to Cornette. He's able to get about four yards. Good positive yard from Landon Cornette. Saw him in action a little bit a couple weeks ago out at Milan. And a ball pretty strong. Got another freshman. Then been injured in Logan Howe, who they think is going to be a really solid running back for him. Looks like Hayden, excuse me, yeah, Hayden Saylor. That ball down to the 10 yard line looks like about 18 yard gain. In a first down, Franklin County has a player banged up there. Looks like Tyreek Carr going to come off the field. Anyway, uh, Logan Howe has uh, dealt with some injuries, a uh, freshman, but talking to Coach Kanega before the season, um, he, he's reminded of Austin Bowling. Interesting. <laughs> so it's the way he runs. Downhill, wants to go through you. So it'll be interesting uh, once they get him healthy, if they can uh, integrate him into the offense a little bit. Um, kind of an embarrassment of riches there running back for Lawrenceburg going forward. Approaching two minutes to play, Logan Ahouse, another jet sweep. That's going to actually go as an incomplete pass. They were trying to get the ball to Dustin Shaw, a freshman. So I guess that's the uh, the good thing that that is uh, technically a pass that you no fumble. Can't, you don't have to worry about fumbles in that situation. Second and ten from the ten-yard line, so second and goal, actually. Cornette's going to take it in. Take it in. Off the close. Oh, oh, down at the one. I'm guessing Landon Cornette's going to get a chance to uh, punch punch this in on the next play. Oh, maybe not. I think he came out. Yeah, they have uh, Dakari Mucker in the backfield. Freshman. That's who's going to get it, and he is drugged down in the backfield. That's a good tackle by Peyton McCreary. That's to bring up fourth down. Will this be a, a good opportunity to get an in-game kick from one of your uh, two kickers? Yep. Brian Henthorn. 
the offense on the field. Though. Mary Brewington, who's uh, knocked through a couple extra points. But, uh, yes, the offense is out there. And they are going to be stopped short of the goal line. So good job, Franklin County, not giving up. And forcing a turnover on downs after the uh, fumble on the previous possession. See if Franklin County will get a playoff at the running clock. Already around 30 seconds. Might get one. Yep, under 30 seconds to play, and the uh, play clock has not started, so... Looks like this game is yeah, going to be over as uh, Franklin County starting to walk off to They're the sideline. So it is going to be a homecoming night victory for the Lawrenceburg Tigers, winning it in dominant fashion, 41 to nothing over Franklin County. We'll be back to wrap up this game with the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan postgame show. You're listening to high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom TP Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom TP Auto Center studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Hebron, and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. School is back, and so are we. At Ivy Tech, you can take classes on campus, online, or stream them live from wherever your busy schedule takes you. Apply for free at ivytech.edu and start classes on October 20th. We're on campus and ready for you. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacies. If you have a typical family, at least one member will get poison ivy, oak, or sumac this year. When you are outside, take precautions and have a pre-exposure product and a post-exposure product on hand. Be sure to stop in and DeVille Pharmacies will help you stay itch-free this year. Your family's hometown pharmacy, Lawrenceburg's Getting Back to Basics for a tradition renewed. The Fall Music Fest presented by Civis to Bank. Friday, September 24th and Saturday, September 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. It's two nights filled with free music from Wanted DOA, Ultimate Aldean, The Atomic Punks, and Parma Lee. Academy of Country Music Award-nominated Parma Lee. I love you just the way God made you. Lawrenceburg Fall Music Fest, September 24th and 25th at Lawrenceburg Civic Park. Discover Lawrenceburg, a city on the rise. Visit thinklawrenceburg.com. Does your hip or knee pain keep you from taking part in the activities you love? If so, orthopedic surgeon William McDonald can help. He offers total joint replacements at Margaret Mary Health in Batesville. You may be a candidate for a joint replacement if you have severe pain, stiffness, limited motion, or weakness in your joints. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. Or call 812-933-3765. As the end of the year approaches, Hag Ford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagfordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. 
It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally, I find myself in pain. Then, I turn to Beacon. Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it. Ouch! Ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo, at Beacon Orthopedic Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing. Your family's hometown pharmacy. over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's hometown I'm Arissa Riley, a senior at South Dearborn, and I'm a Dearborn County Youth Ambassador. We're a student-driven volunteer program under Dearborn County CASA. Now that school is back in session, we're looking for new ambassadors to educate and set a positive example for our local youth. If you go to high school at Lawrenceburg, South Dearborn, or East Central and want to help our youth thrive, you can find us on Insta and Spotify with the hashtag IDareYou. Visit DearbornCountyCASA.com to become a youth ambassador for your school. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan post-game show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Lawrenceburg 41, Franklin County 0, dominant performance by the Tigers tonight and uh, pretty much checked off all the boxes in the Hagford keys to the game. Yeah, Franklin County's key to the game was contained Yoon, and they just didn't didn't do that. As Yoon uh, able to get it done on the ground and through the air, for Lawrenceburg, the key to the game was to contain the running game of Franklin County. and uh, Some of that was aided with the injuries that Franklin County had, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the other, uh, they all phases, Lawrenceburg able to get it done tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Hagford keys to the game going Lawrenceburg's way. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. How about a uh, look at the uh, highlights of our Ivy Tech Community College stats report? Yeah, team-wise, looking at Franklin County, uh, tip your hats to the defense of the Tigers. Only allowing 28 yards on the ground tonight. Ooh. 48 through there. Only 76 total yards tonight for Franklin County. They had five first downs. They were three for nine on third down conversions. They had five turnovers, all fumbles tonight for the Wildcats. Only three penalties, 30 yards. Moorhead uh, threw the ball six for 16 for 48 yards. And on the ground, he carried the ball 16 times for just 28 yards. Uh, another different story here on the Lawrenceburg side. They put up 213 yards on the ground, 211 through the year, 424 yards total offense, 342 of that game in the first half. They had 10 first downs. They were three out of nine on third down, one out of three on fourth down. Uh, Garrett Yoon officially, unofficially, 11 for 19 for 186. And uh, throwing most of his targets to Diapatel, he caught six passes for 147 yards. 
And on the ground, it was Tegan Bennett carrying the ball seven times for 64 yards and a touchdown. And Ewan carried it ten times himself for 120 yards and two touchdowns. And I guess the only negative you could take away from Lawrenceburg was those nine uh, penalties for 75 yards. All right, the Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, ivytech.edu. It is now time to announce our star of the game, presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Uh, it's not really an easy task tonight. There's uh, plenty of youngsters from Lawrenceburg that could uh, get that star of the game. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Bill. Uh, you got one ready for I do, me? I do. I think, uh, <laughs> I think I'll go with Alex Whitty. I love it. I mean, yeah. He was all over the place, causing fumbles, having a big hit. You know, I, I, he did a great job tonight. Uh, I love it. Um, it's great to uh, see a, a defender getting a star of the game. As uh, you know, a lot of times those offensive guys uh, get a lot of the accolades. So Alex Witte, our star of the game, be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. A uh, player who fueled their team tonight, uh, well, for, we'll say Franklin County, um, I thought Brady Moorhead uh, did all that he could back there without two of his biggest weapons. Uh, he showed a lot of grit. Uh, he made some nice passes. He was trying to get things going in the run game. And he had to be that guy. Yep. You know, his, his two uh, horses behind him were down, and he, you know, kind of forced into being that guy. And, unfortunately, the defense was able to key on him. You know, mm. so not a lot, a lot of daylight for him, but you know, he did what he could. Brady Moorhead, the uh, player who fueled their team for Franklin County. Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit wardway.com. I do think we're going to be uh, joined by head coach Ryan Kaniga. The Tigers getting a uh, huge win here tonight. I'm sure we get a uh, coach set up with a headset here. All right. Coach Kaniga in the house here. Dominating performance tonight for your Tigers. Got you all set there, Coach. You hear me there in there? All I right. 41 nothing. Uh, your Tigers <laughs> with a big win over Franklin County. What can, what can you say about your kids tonight? I think the defense was uh, lights out tonight. Yeah, no doubt. Anytime you can uh, shut out somebody that's, you know, been putting up some points, mm. averaging, I think, close to 45, 50. So, no, excellent effort by our defense, excellent effort by our kids, uh, kind of a sluggish start. I don't know how many penalties we had, but Bill, you want to fill them in? <laughs> oh yeah, there was a few, nine of them, seventy-five yards. Yeah, yeah I think you may, I think you may have missed some. That, that was less than uh, your total in the sectional championship last year, which was wow. fourteen for one thirty-three. So uh, I don't know what it is. I guess they don't like us when we play Franklin County. But <laughs> no, uh, great night, great crowd. Uh, you know, come out. Uh, I thought uh, you know early we missed some opportunities, but. Uh, as I told the kids, the best thing about missing an opportunity is you always have another opportunity to make another play. And uh, Dye Patel did that and, you know, really played well for us after that, that first quarter there. But proud of our guys. Um, you know, we'll clean up the penalties and the holding calls, and we'll keep getting better. And uh, it's just a great conference one. And uh, looking at your offense tonight, uh, you really attacked them through the air. Uh, what did you kind of see uh, just like those individual matchups on the outside? Yeah, we did, and then they started rolling guys up in the box, and you know that's what we kind of said in the pregame. You know, you got to kind of pick your poison if you you want to play too high and you want to lighten the box. Well, we're going we're to run the ball, but you know when you want to put seven, eight guys up in the box, you know we feel that like we got playmakers on the perimeter that can go make plays, and um, you have a quarterback like Garrett Yoon and receivers like Aiden Gilmore and Dyer Patel and. 
those guys can go make plays. So uh, really proud of them. But, again, just pick your poison. And then, you know, sometimes it takes us a while to figure out how you're going to play us. And some teams have been changing some stuff on us from what we've seen in film. So you got to adjust your game plan a little bit. But, no, once we saw what they were going to do, we knew that we could attack them vertically, um, get put the ball in the air, and let our guys go make plays. Coach, we thought with the goose egg tonight that we had to give the player of the game to a defensive player. So we went with Alex Witte. Oh, yeah. No, He's no. all over the place. <laughs> Special team defense. Talk a little bit about him. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alex Witte, you can't say enough about him. He, You know, he's a kid that came into the, the highlight last year and just started making clip after clip and play after play. And, you know, he's a kid that, that comes and works hard, and he is going to give you everything he has. And, uh, you know, he has no remorse for his body. He's going to – He's going to lay it out there. He has some big sticks tonight. But, uh, you know, when you watch us, our guys covered well. Our D-line played extremely well. And, and our defense is starting to gel. You know, that's one thing when you look at our defense. You got an Alex Witte. You got a Nico. You got Noah. You got some of those guys that are only playing one way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's helped us. Our back-end guys, you know, we're playing Bushman a little less on offense just so he can help us cover. Uh, and I, I think that's helped us uh, the last couple of weeks. But, there's no doubt. Anytime you can uh, get a goose egg on that board, especially when you put in your JVs, and they're still trying to score and still trying to do some things, and our JV was able to hold up. So great game plan by uh, Coach Worst and the defensive staff and uh, executed well by our by our kids. And you guys, uh, your kids were uh, definitely uh, seeking that ball out defensively too, uh, creating some havoc out there with the turnovers. Uh, that's got to make you happy. It is, and it makes you happy because it's, it's something that you work on in practice. Mm-hmm. So you do a turnover drill and – you work on turnover circuits, and you work on tackling and stripping the ball, and, you know, you come to a game and you're able to implement it. It's like uh, the charge drill in basketball. I remember you used to, boom, you wanted to slide over and take it, and people hated it in practice, but it's the best play in basketball on game night. Most Coach Pratt always used to give skyline cards for it. So we, we did hate it in better. practice. I can uh, attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice when you got one of the games, you got a $5 gift card. That's probably illegal now. I don't even know who's listening. But anyway, uh, no, it was great to see the implementation from our kids from practice to carry over to game tonight. All right, uh, quick thought on uh, your matchup next week, uh, taking on Batesville. That'll be a big one for uh, the 3A division here in the EIAC. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, it seems like uh, – you know, Coach always does a great job with those guys, getting them ready to play. And, you know, as I said, our goal each week is just to go 1-0. and We're not looking ahead, and it was all on Franklin County this week. They they caught our attention. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say that if there was no Batesville film watching this week, at least for me, it was all sure. on Franklin County. But they got some guys. They got a, a nice quarterback. Um, you know, I think they're coming around and learning about a little bit about themselves as well right now. So, you know, we're at home. I mean, we were gone for a month. Felt like the Beastie Boys or Bon Jovi on a road tour there. Well, it was a true homecoming. Yeah, it was a true homecoming. <laughs> Didn't know what sideline to run to or anything like that. But uh, great win for our Tigers and uh, excited to be back here another week. Uh, as you said, 3A EIC matchup with Batesville. Well, we appreciate you coming up and talking to us. Uh, great team victory tonight and uh, good luck the rest of the way as always. Yep, thanks and uh, appreciate everything you guys do and go Tigers. Absolutely. And uh, thanks for getting to set up here in the uh, press box tonight yeah, uh, with those uh, extra duties that uh, Coach Ryan Kaniga has here at Lawrenceburg High School. So I uh, appreciate him coming up here tonight to talk about the uh, Tigers win 41 nothing over Franklin County. One more time, a congratulations to Jackson Bobo and Ella McAndrew for being crowned king and queen here on homecoming night. Bill, any final thoughts to wrap it up? I uh, just echo what Coach said there. It's a great 
all-around performance. Anytime you can put a goose egg, you know, I'm glad we were able to give the player the game to a defensive player and highlight his uh, actions tonight. Absolutely. A great performance from the Tigers tonight. A homecoming to remember with the 41 nothing win over Franklin County. A few folks to thank before we sign off. Of course, we want to start with our great Eagle Country 99.3 high school sports sponsors. Wouldn't be able to uh, do these games each and every Friday night without them. Uh, of course, we want to thank all the listeners out there, uh, either on your car radio at home, EagleCountryOnline.com. Uh, again, want to thank the athletic director and head coach, Ryan Kanega, for getting us set up here in the press box. Uh, certainly appreciate his uh, pre- and post-game comments. Uh, thanks to Wes Gilman for his pre-game comments. And uh, we want to thank uh, Brianna back in the studio, punching up the buttons, doing a great job as always. And got to thank my broadcast colleague, Bill Smith, for coming out and spending his Friday night with us here at the pit. But an impressive win for the Tigers one last time. 41-0 over Franklin County, improving to 4-1 on the season. Franklin County falling to 3-2. and Next week, we're going out to St. Leon, East Central versus South Dearborn and an EIAC 4A division clash. Until next time, thank you for listening. So long and good night from Eagle Country 99.3. You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Gearing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Infinity Jewelers, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Surveying, Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, Wardway Fuels, Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Thank you for listening and join us next time for a hometown tradition high school sports on your hometown radio station eagle country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com